Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 415. Uh, the countdown is on at midnight. Is a show I'm doing for Comedy Central, which will be at midnight, uh, starting October 21st, and then four nights a week, uh, right after the Colbert Report. So, please watch. Sort of a fake game show with comedians, and uh, and I hope you like it. I think you'll like it. The run-throughs have been really fun, so if you came to one, thanks. I think we're doing a few more in studio um, in the next couple weeks. So, I'll tweet about all that stuff from that Nerdist Twitter account, which is mine. I would like to thank, uh, for the sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, Carbonite.com. Back your things up. I said the G-rated version of that. Be respectful. Um, you might have a lot of stuff. Maybe there's a bunch of nerds podcasts that you don't want to lose. Nah, you can always get those. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe more personal files you're worried about backing up. Uh, but you really do need to back them up because if they go away, that's it. There is no control Z for <laughs> retrieving a backup that has been damaged due to uh, some type of OS failure. So uh, Carbonite Online Backup is it will, will take care of you. You can access your files uh, from any computer, and then your stuff is just continually backed up. You don't even have to think about it. Um, we have the offer code NERDIS, which will give you two bonus months with purchase at Carbonite.com. So uh, it's $59.99 a year. That's what plans start at. Go to Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIS. Tenacious D has returned to the podcast. I think last year we went into Swinghouse Studios in West Hollywood, sat and chatted with the D. They did a couple songs. Uh, we have repeated that this year, so thanks to Swinghouse for having us back. And uh, uh, Kyle and Jack are doing a, a big, huge comedy music festival called Festival Supreme. Uh, that's October 19th on the Santa Monica Pier. And the lineup is ridiculous. It is. If you listen to this podcast... Uh, you might have to check your shorts for seepage because uh, Tim and Eric, Mr. Show, Mighty Boosh, Sarah Silverman, Zach Galifianakis, Fred Armisen, uh, Eric Idle, Hannibal Burris, Will Forte, Dimitri Martin, Reggie Watts, Craig Robinson, Beardy Man, Triumph, Garfunkel and Oates, Neil Hamburger, uh, of course, Tenacious D, Pat Oswalt, Tim Minchin. Go to festivalsupreme.com. And by the way, they did a, they made a, a, an amazingly uh, hilarious video for the Nerdist YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com slash Nerdist, look for it. Um, it's sort of just like a one-minute promo spot for Festival Supreme that they managed to make hilarious. Uh, hint, electric company. So uh, at the end of this podcast, we did some songs, and I casually mentioned uh, to their people like, oh, we should do an 80s jam at the end. And not thinking that they would, and they did. And what followed was uh, 
an entirely unrehearsed and almost wholly improvised 80s music jam uh, with me and the D, which I'm going to say is uh, one of my favorite moments on the podcast. Uh, so here you go, Nurse Podcast number 415 with Tenacious D. Now entering Nerdist.com. snake who screams everything oh, well what about your cartoon character hey, hey it's time for the show are you ready for some comedy show we did we never discussed changing the theme song that's the new song yep Let's that's right. the new song Let's do it right. <laughs> yep and we got we had we jack on better. percussions beating the table <laughs> it's, it's a comedy show, show. It's a comedy show Here's one thing, but you think it's the other. Here's the harmony. Let's get it right. (laughs) We're back at Swing House. We are. Jack and Kyle. Oh, my God. Are we recording? This is it, man. This is how you do it. This is is the soft opening again. This is how we do it. How are that? Montel Montel Jordan. Montel. around town, then you do that That's what they call call his prank show. How we do it. They did, yeah, it was How We You're Do It. You're shitting me. That's really what they called it? Yeah, yeah, You don't yeah, remember that? How We Do And that was the uh, intro song when he came out. Are you serious? Huh? Wow. I know quality television, Chris. Can we yeah, find that out what Montel's up to? I think you're you know? right. What is Montel Jordan up to? Hanging we, with the Rough Riders. Does anyone know what Montel Jordan's up to? Can we check our Googles? I mean, this is Swing House Studios. He should fall out of the ceiling. He's probably recording in one of these spaces right now. I was just thinking, I was walking in the streets of Van Nuys. My car was being serviced, and I was thinking... What happened to that band Verve? Remember the, the Verve? Verve? Well, they got the sued Verve, a bunch. not the Verve pipe. Yeah, no, they lost Verve. all their money with to yeah. Richard Stones Ashcroft because yeah. the Stones didn't have enough, and they sued them because of Wanted the. Didn't sound like a Stones song to me. Richard Ashcroft did a bunch of solo stuff after the Verve. Okay, so that's the lead singer guy. Yeah. Okay, so he's doing stuff. Yeah, he was that kind of insect-looking guy. Because I imagined that he was doing nothing, and that maybe he died. It's a sad thing when you go famous people, and then where what happened, and it's usually a sad story of long. Hey, how come that guy doesn't make any? Oh, oh no! Boy. Oh, he does. It's the worst. The other day, oh, no. I was like, "Why isn't the lead from Blazing Saddles in anything anymore?" And then I was like, <laughs> "Oh, he oh, died no, when Cleveland I was Little's nine. Not alive. Yeah. Little. He's playing the harp now, dude. You Whoa. know that part was supposed to go <laughs> to Richard Pryor. To Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's Would right. Would they not insure him or yeah, something? Yeah, he helped like, write the. No, no, it was he helped write it with Mel Brooks and those other guys. And a but dentist it wasn't one of the guys a dentist. I don't know. Yeah. But, but the studio said no. Yeah. Right? Couldn't the studio wow. shut it down. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because, of the, because of the freebasing? Yes, because of the freebasing. Really back that then? Will, that yeah. will do or just that. the drugs and yeah, just I the I think that was pre-freebase. Well, he was doing drugs, and he was open about it, and so they couldn't insure him, so they didn't want him to do it. Interesting. Oh, now Kyle's was, taking the side of the studio. Kyle's like, dude. Was, well, I think he was one of the only actors doing drugs at the time. <laughs> <laughs> He and really so brought drugs easy. to the entertainment industry. <laughs> yes. Before that, everyone was clean nope. and fine. Yes. yes, but Clavon Little, I can't. That that's his character. He was I can't great. think of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Blazing Saddles hold up? Yeah, I, yes, I was, it does. I was I watching it this morning. Like Twenty years. There's a couple times where it's like. Oh. You see a joke and you feel that it's cheesy, but then you remember that they were the first ones to make that joke, and then that joke was redone in every oh. comedy after that. So it feels like it's old yeah. only because you've seen it. You're so saying many they times. were a victim of the own tr- the, the, the own, their own trend that yes. they set. Yeah, exactly. 
the, that was it revolutionized the fart though because it was <laughs> there had never that. been a movie that really concentrated yeah. so intensely on the flatulence like like Blazing Saddles did. No. That fart scene around the campfire, it just tore a hole in my brain. Yeah. Well, it was so funny. Which was me. a nice it, callback in History of the World Part One, where Dom DeLuise is farting Caesar. Where right. he wash this! Wash this. <laughs> like he was just basically pulling things out of his ass. Yeah. I remember it sweeping the playgrounds as a child. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that have anything to do with Mel Brooks, or was that just the. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. It was just something, something, you guys, oh something, something you guys were doing. That was, yeah. What have you guys been up to since you were on the podcast last? I mean, I know the podcast propelled you that? into superstardom, and then, you know, there was, it was, a, right there was, it was a crazy ride. Wow. So that was like a year and a half ago? Wow. Wait a second. We, we, what's happened to us since then? Is that what you said? Yeah. What's going on? Did, we, did, did the podcast oh, propel God. you into... Grammy a, nominations. <laughs> what not? Sold out you tours. Know. Yeah, we toured the world. Uh, and elsewhere. Um, <laughs> what else happened, Kate? Did anything else happen besides just rocking the world? We went around mm. the world. We hadn't. We didn't go to every nook and cranny, though. We still have a, a hankering to play uh, the Far East mm-hmm. or the Middle East, for that matter. We've never. Wow. Wow. We've never gone east of Europa. Maybe you could unite um, the Middle East with the power of rock. Have you ever thought of that? Well, we did a song on SNL. One yeah, time. Hornet's Nest. Hornet's Nest. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're going deep. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Which my mom contends is the worst song we've ever done. <laughs> well, it was nice of her to share that with, with Carol's harsh. I'd go with one note song. I mean, there's some places you can play. You don't want to go playing everywhere in the Middle East. There's some rough riders out there. But you want to you maybe hit... Uh, Qatar. I'd go to, I'd go to Turkey. Sure. I'd party in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would go over pretty good there. Yeah. Yeah. Qatar? Yeah, you guys could play in Dubai. You Are you just Dubai. Down a, you could ski down a building it and sounds, play at yeah, the same yeah. time? I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that some rocking goes down at, at uh, Dubai. Um, Israel does that count as the Middle East? We could play Israel. <laughs> <laughs> sure could, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't it count as the Middle East? I don't know. It just feels uh, like a little. We're in the middle of the hornet's nest. There. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys played? Have you played Japan? Have you played, played Japan? It's just like, hey man, have you played the Middle East? Yeah, we played Israel. Everyone would be like, that doesn't count. <laughs> have you played the real Middle East? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, yeah. people are trying yeah. to out hipster you yeah. with yeah. the Middle Israel's East. Israel's mainstream Middle East. That was the rock club in Boston or Cambridge, the Middle East. That's right. Yeah. The only really? place people really play, I think, the hard rock bands, they go just to the military bases. Yeah. That's how they play the Middle yeah. East, sadly. Yes. With hundreds of guns. But we're going to change way. all that. Decades <laughs> <laughs> are going to go. Yeah. We hit, uh, we're going to we go hit? on like a flatbed truck and just like, hit cruise around. And just play out in the open yeah. As, yeah. You're, yeah. Uh, as you're driving. Well, I mean, we want to play the pyramids, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> on top of it. Didn't the Grateful Dead play there? What? They did a show there. And they were talking about the cosmic In their minds. I think they did, actually. Every show felt like it was at the pyramids. But we still want to play Japan. You haven't played Japan? No, we haven't played the Budokan. I'm surprised. I, I would have thought you guys had been over I there. I know. That seems like a, like a thing that should have happened by now. But, yeah, Philippines. Um, no, apparently uh, there's no, uh, there's no interest from the Japanese we people in our we haven't, we haven't gotten a, received another fan mail yeah. from uh, Japan. And we've Is also, that how you're gauging your content? We also by have never played. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> um, look, South America. We've never played from Tokyo. You know, Brazil or any of those festivals no. that happened I had just assumed you guys had been everywhere. Dude, here's the weird thing. Now I'm realizing we haven't been most of the world. No. <laughs> we also haven't played anywhere in Africa. We've missed okay, content. so this is, this is going back on what you said when you first got here, which was we've been playing 
all over the world. Yeah, it's and actually it shows what kind of like we were wrong. Okay, you've just played wherever Western British Airways, Airways fly yeah. all around <laughs> this part of the world. You've been playing all I mean, around like this almost part everywhere of the world. they speak English. We <laughs> play British Airways first class tour. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a good tour. <laughs> well, that's the problem is that as you you know, of course, there's that romantic idea of like, oh, we play everywhere. I don't give a shit. And then you get older and you're like, Tim, what's the thread count on those? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's also like, what are their toilets like? Are they in the floor? Do you have to? Do I have to shit in a hole? Is there water on the I want to rock. I just need need to be comfortable at the same time. We We haven't even played all the United States. There's a lot of states that are that are still like, what the hell? Yeah, we. Okay, you guys actually have those. not played that many places. It <laughs> no. sounds like, but I have no. never played Largo, right? We've played Largo. No, no, we played the House of Blues. <laughs> yeah, they've been up and down La Siena years ago. <laughs> Wait, we had our last idea was the House of Blues tour because they're really comfy to play. Yeah, I think since we last saw you, though, we put out another album, the Jazz Album. Oh, that's right. And it was uh, one song, but it was a full twelve minute of jazz song, and uh, we took that album and sold it only on vinyl it was very special <laughs> and then we did a concert of the jazz and it was no tenacious d songs just jazz did you get Derek smalls on bass no we didn't get it that's it, jazz odyssey <laughs> <laughs> this is i did but we uh, he wrote this <laughs> i told him a hundred times took tenacious over a, d then puppet show <laughs> there's a jazz club right down the street called the catalina club okay. and grill and it's like a real jazz aficionado place and we did two shows just like jazz people do you do the 8 p.m show and the 10 p.m show and uh it kind of felt like we crushed it i wanted to go on <laughs> the did. road with it but this was a 12 minute set you just played a 12 minute set no we did a full hour of non-stop jazz and we kind of you know like melted in and out of different songs we just never stopped playing that's how we were able to say it was one long song yeah that's that sounds jazzy yeah. it's like where they go yeah. oh, this is not over yet or yeah. you're constantly starting to get up to go and they're like, oh they're not done yet there was a moment oh, about like 10 15 minutes in for me i started to panic a little bit you felt like this isn't gonna <laughs> i was like what are we gonna do for the next can we, 45 can we minutes can we go into a hook can we just get into a hook but then quick? like say once we hit some you know Hit some, some grooves, some songs, yeah. Now, when someone comes to see you perform, and then they see you do a long jazz uh, riff, uh, do you, are there expectations they have? Are they shouting out songs, or are they, or are they cool? No, they were freaking out. Birdland. I think more than anything, people <laughs> Take five. Are, are dying for <laughs> something crazy. new and fresh and original. So they they were into it, you know. But what we did? What did the, we do? Uh, what were the songs we were doing? We did like we did uh, Moon Dance. We melted in yeah, the Moon Dance, nice. a jazzy version of Moon we Dance. We did some jazzy on Broadway. Yeah, on Broadway. I think we attempted Take Five. Actually, we did a little Take Five in tribute to the recently deceased jazz master. What's his name? Dave Rubeck. <laughs> Rubeck, thank you. Thank God we have our researcher yeah, here. You got it. Anytime, um, guys. Uh, no, very, not Rubeck. What's the, his I, name? the iconic. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, were you were you kind of scatting along with that? Yes, of course. There's a there's a tremendous amount of scatting and also just improvised jazzy lyrics mm-hmm. about whatever. Whatever the case may be, I like to talk about how there's no wrong notes in jazz, and I, I, I kind of like displayed. I tried to hit some bad notes, and it just sounded genius. The worse the note, the better the jazz. So you just go up to like a weird augmented note or something, and then back down. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. You hear that? <laughs> You're just going outside. Yeah, that's when you're really getting now, good. Now, the people that ran the bar and grill, <laughs> I think they were a little mystified at like, what was happening. Because 
we did pretty well. I think it was it was sold out. It was sold two out. Shows and they they're not which, used to selling if you've out, been to Catalina Bar and Grill, it's usually like you know seventy five people. Yeah, to no. See, like the jazz legend of the centuries there, and there's like seventy five people going. Mm, there's just what's his name? What's his face? The, all the greats. <laughs> that guy. That one yeah. guy. <laughs> all the Marcella side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marcella. Who's he? What's he? Oh man. Old trumpet oh, face. Oh. Who's he? Was he used to play with Miles Davis all yeah. the time? Oh, he was great. He was great. <laughs> Old fry fry. Our, ba- <laughs> our bass player John Spiker came as Miles Davis from the eighties. Oh, so like oh, uh, nice. there was some costumes involved. Yeah, yeah. As well. That's a weird look. It was a weird look. I love Spiker worked on the Rock of Ages show that we did uh, forever ago. Spiker never KG. stops working. I know he did. And then I think it didn't work out, as I recall. I, got fired. <laughs> I was trying to soft sell it a little bit. <laughs> it didn't work. It was and like, they went another. I was fired. And I was. Wait a minute. We John, were not on the same page. John knows everything about sound. How could that be possible? I still haven't seen it on Broadway. I don't know what they did with it on Broadway. On I Broadway? saw it. Yep. Did I you see it? it? Yes, I did. There's a, yeah. it's a, it's in Vegas now, like permanently. It's in Vegas. The, yeah. But the one I really wanted to see was we were just in Sweden and there was a, 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 a version in Stockholm. Were they doing it in uh, Swedish or did they do the American? I would imagine they did it in Swedish, but I don't know. I didn't see it. I wanted to go, but. That's pretty fucking incredible. To see. Yeah. That's so, that blows me away that that show. It's just like I was in Toronto, and it was like, "Oh, it's in Toronto, and now it's in Vegas, and New York, and London, and no, it is everywhere. It really is. And I think it's going to be one of those like guys and dolls that will play like colleges and high schools until the end. Of yeah. Time, Did you of- miss your chance there, Chris? Did they say to you? Hey, you want to come with us to New York? It's going to be did. a hit. And you were like, you know. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> they did offer person. to me. And when it was off Broadway, and then when it moved, they they poked around again. But I, I'm not. I'm not a. I don't have the throat for that. Right. I could. I could never pull eight off eight shows a week. Never yeah. pull off eight shows a week. Because you're not supposed to sing from the throat. <laughs> I know. I basically <laughs> scream sing. But I could do. <laughs> I could do a couple yep. shows a week the way that we were doing it. But then, I, but then, what I imagined was that I would give up all of the work that I was doing in Los Angeles, and I was working on a couple shows, and then I would have to not talk during the day and never do stand up again because I would have to preserve my voice to do eight no. shows a week. I and it go just sounded rough. I got to go hats off to those dudes who can pull that it off. It is amazing. Because it is real work. Yeah, eight shows a week and singing and all that stuff. And keeping the energy fresh. Like a fucking Sunday matinee show and you got to just fucking rock it like it's <laughs> yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. No, you got to be Leather Pipes McGee to pull that off. <laughs> you really do. And it I'm takes not. a different breed. Yeah. I There's have suede all... pipes. They're like, they get a little <laughs> chunky. They get a little chunky in there. Mine too, dude. I I get a little, I get a little frail out there on the road. I'm all like steaming my face and drinking the hut teas yeah. and <laughs> vocal resting and all think, my all my vocal. Warm-ups. I think Matt Weaver did o- offer it to us to, if we wanted to like, do a couple weeks of Rock of Ages. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember. What basically has to happen is, in order to rock, you have to live a lot of your life like a middle-aged woman. It's true. <laughs> a lot of steaming the face and drinking lemon <laughs> and, you know, oh, I'm talking very excited. You know, like, not, not expending. You shouldn't whisper. It's worse whispering. <laughs> it's worse to do that. That's You're right. I heard that. Yourself. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, it's worse because it requires more muscles to, to suppress your voice. So if you whisper, you're actually... So how do you, what do you do to talk quietly, then? You just talk quietly. How do you, you tell talk. secrets? Well, you, you don't tell secrets because it's what, rude. What about Sato? Sato voice. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Sato voce. What's wrong with Sato voce, you guys? What about stage whispering? <laughs> oh, by the way, I just saw something on YouTube that I'd never seen before, which was you playing with the School of Rock Band as, oh, a, yeah. as grown-up 
kids. Oh, that was that awesome, happened. Right? Yeah, we had our ten year anniversary reunion, and it sat, it was fucking great. Was really, oh, did you hear this, us play? Yes, yeah, there's oh, nice. a video of it. People just took video of it and put it online. It oh, sounds great. Those I kids might are have to go good. and find that and watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we we sounded good, and we just like rehearsed earlier that day, and it had been ten years. So I was pretty proud of ourselves. We did it. We we were able to rock it extremely hard. I didn't realize they were all actual musical kids. Yeah, that was the deal. When they got cast, they got cast for their musical prowess as well as their acting chops. But I can't take credit for any of that. That was all Rick Link later. He's got the magic eye, you know. I didn't know that. Well, because he did. He did the same thing with uh, what was that movie? Um, that he did, Dazed and Confused, mm-hmm. yeah. where you look at that cast, they were all kind of first-timers, and then they all went on to become, like... Matthew Batman, McConaughey. Legend, yeah, legendary people, and it ben was Affleck. all yep. due to the Rick Linklater eye. He, he knows the talent. That's they like, say uh, it's a huge part of directing, is 90% casting. Yeah, American Graffiti was kind of like that. Is yeah. that what they say, though? Do they say directing... They just say directing theater is 90% casting. But film, maybe there's more to it. Uh, Woody Allen says that, too. He says it's like mainly like he finds the right people, and that's why he doesn't really tell them anything when they're actually shooting. So he's Who like, said that? Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. I've heard that a lot, yeah. and it seems surprising because yeah. everyone seems on there. I think they're just like, oh, my God, I better be prepared. Yeah. He's yeah, not going exactly. to yeah. give me any direction, and uh, it's a Woody Allen movie. Would you rather yeah. play? Do, do you but like- maybe that's why most of his movies are really shitty. <laughs> Most are. <laughs> he forgot to tell him not to be shitty. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jack is throwing down the no, no, listen. He's, uh, he's having a little renaissance uh, now, but let's not forget the 10 years the of like ten years. unadulterated. Let's not forget between the between Aphrodite yeah. movie. Yeah. We gonna the, say curse of, the curse of the Jade, Jade Scorpion? Scorpion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. You're going to stand up for all of those? No, God, no. All right. So, okay, since we're being since we're being honest, because we all agree he's done amazing things Jesus. But I remember lately. Yeah. I, lately, for His sure. Stock has gone way if up. If you're going to do a movie a year, there's going to be some clunkers. There's going to yeah. be some. Yeah. But we saw um, Melinda Melinda, which, by the way, was a brilliant experiment. Like, take a storyline and express it as a comedy, express it as a drama. <laughs> and it just didn't turn out amazing. <laughs> so we're walking out of the theater. No one is saying anything. Everyone's like, because uh, that's that feeling of like, did I miss something? Am I supposed to like this? Am I dumb? Am I not getting it? <laughs> and uh, my, my now ex-girlfriend just said very loudly, he's still got it. <laughs> and everyone fucking died. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did you let that one go? Why did you break up with that? How do you know he broke up? Maybe she broke up. <laughs> it sounds like a very sardonic. Let's go into that She was the leader of the verb. Richard Ashcroft. <laughs> it was Richard Ashcroft. I'm sorry. But, oh, uh, yeah, but now he's got the, you know, I don't know. How's the Louis C.K. one? Uh, I heard Andrew Dice Clay is very oh, good. Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Like, he's going to get, everyone's like, oh, he's going to get nominated. For playing what looks like himself? Yeah. Nice. Playing Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah, it seems yeah. like it's Andrew Dice Clay. Well, really? Courtney Love yeah. got nominated for the for the Hustler movie. Yeah, but the she wasn't. Hustler movie. <laughs> the Larry Flynn movie. You could have just named the guy, oh, and that would have been the title. Yeah. But I like, to go in, drama. I like to go in through the side door sometimes. <laughs> I don't go into the front door. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, but the, it, it, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone. I, I'm actually, I would, be, I would be emotionally ready for a nice Andrew Dice Clay comeback. I think that'd be kind of cool. It, dis, it feels like that's the way the world feels. I think it's happening. They, there's been enough time. He's, has he's passed. tried, though, right? The unsavory a-hole sauce has sort of worn off a bit. Now people are like, hey, well, now that it's guy's, a, yeah. remember how he made yeah. us laugh a little? 
we enjoy them ironically? Hickory no. dickory duck. What <laughs> <laughs> well, break for ten minutes? I don't remember the rest oh, of it. God. <laughs> he I ma- don't remember the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a major comeback. It feels like he's mounting a major yeah. comeback. Did Although, do like a, I remember a pay per view. He had like a Madison Square Garden pay per view. Oh, did he? Remember Recently? that? No, like in 80. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was like yeah. a legendary thing. Yeah. yeah. He was like the first comic it's to bonkers. Sell Imagine someone doing that now. Yeah, Dane Cook did it. Yeah, he did a couple shows at Madison Square Garden, but I feel like, but I feel like, (laughs) (laughs) touche. He's right. He's right. He's right. (laughs) What did I say? What did I say? (laughs) But I feel like Andrew Dice Clay is perfect for a a a venue that size because it's not you cannot see a a stand up with that many people and listen to stories. Like it really, it really has to be Hickory Dickory Dock. Yay! (laughs) I mean, basically, the jokes have to be mini songs. Because no one's going to sit there and listen to, you know, he like someone's... He just do gibberish like he's doing comedy and people would still go... Well, shit. he does sort of get there. I heard, though, that's... Oh, no, guys, he's having a stroke. That's not okay. But I heard that Sarah Silverman just did her HBO special, Comedy Hour, at the small room at Largo. Oh, nice. And, you know, this is just like a 30... Person capacity. It's basically like if they took uh, original Largo and put it in a museum, yeah. it would be this. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what Largo. And I'm like, like, where do I go for eight dollar Guinness? Where That's kind of genius, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> super yeah, intimate. Did stuff. she shoot it or just uh, just audio? Shoot it. Wow, how do you? Even what do you mean? Cameras? Does HBO have radio now? You have to HBO. It was an HBO. <laughs> yeah, do they, Chris? HBO radio. Yeah, do Come they? On, Welcome to the yeah. Sopranos Comedy Hour. <laughs> Why are they airing that? I don't know because it's, it's radio. Sopranos lends itself to a great radio drama. If we're saying that HBO has radio, there could be. <laughs> they don't have to make it a comedy though. Which, where are you suspending your disbelief? <laughs> I just think that the Sopranos does not let it. Okay, Game of Thrones Comedy Hour. Guys, guys, brought to you by Colgate, the Colgate Comedy Hour of Game of Thrones. I'm listening. Tell me more. Tell me more. I've actually been listening to. Um, I've been listening to um, the the Forties on Four Sirius XM, and it, oh. like they play like old radio shows, like D- Danny K Comedy Hour. Oh, Danny K! And they're K. fucking great. Triple threat. Dude, you know what I'm thinking about now that you said Game of Thrones? Though I I was watching uh, some Emmy. Well, I was looking at some photos of uh, this is really a lame thing to admit. I was looking at some photos on Yahoo of like people that were walking the red carpet. Red carpet. Oh my god, I did the same thing. The Come photo. <laughs> I looked at 110. Mom and I, I looked at 110 of them. Of, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I look at all 220, if that's how many but, uh, Oh, that's European. The girl from Game of Thrones who plays the, the, the dragon master. Yes. Khaleesi. Khaleesi, yes. Is so much Amelia hotter Clark. when she's blonde. And then when she's the black hair, it just it sucks all of the magic out of her face. Yeah. Are you, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Some people are... are I, prefer, I prefer brunettes in general. Mm-hmm. But some people... When they're blonde, not everybody. It just goes, yeah. It goes, it goes turbo. Some yeah. people too. When they have three dragons flying around them, something magical happens. Yeah, maybe it's the dragons. And it really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with her hair. I do, I do enjoy the, are the you, total power she has over men. Are you caught uh, up on the Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, on the, the, series. the series. I haven't read any of the books. I haven't read the books either. I read the books. The show's doing a good job of reading it for us. Are they books based on the series? Uh, oh, the, if there were novelizations of the series? Yeah. That's a good fucking call. 
pictures? There probably would be. The, who wants? Yeah, you're right though. Who? Why would you read the books when the series so good? They should just call the books Game of Thrones spoiler alert. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you're going to find out everything that's going to happen. People that have read yeah. them since the show has been on are just those type of people that need to spoil everything yeah. for you. Yeah. They're like, well, fuck it, I already know what happens. I read them already. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't start ready for this wedding. The, yeah. I the book's so much better. The re- yeah, the red <laughs> wedding was not so pleasurable. Yeah. I really love Game of Thrones, but it also, I feel like each cliffhanger, each season, they set something up that they kind of just don't pay off. Like, there was the previous season, it was like, oh my god, these White Walkers, they're going to stir up some shit next season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and every episode was like, well, there was that one. It's a waiting game. game. <laughs> Dragon Tooth. It's a waiting game. It's a growing <laughs> threat. <laughs> it's a growing threat. But it, they wanted, they, yeah. usually at the end of a season, they're like, ba-bow, and you're like, okay, that's where that shit's going to be. And dragons, then next season... Right? First that? season was like it's like at the end of it's like oh shit dragons there's gonna be dragons yeah. and then you enjoyed the dragons you got and there's so, but then yeah but it did still didn't really there's still, what's the rush Chris no. I just want things to pay off in a timely fashion those no. books are big <laughs> that's we'll why when, on all my children I love Fridays yep because that's yeah. where all the <laughs> shit happens the shit was going shit down shit gets wrapped and you knew. Up. yeah <laughs> that sounds like more than a joke though you really have enjoyed some all oh, my children God, in your back day. in the days <laughs> all my Last Friday? Uh, that <laughs> that, that day, maybe. Erica Kane? Erica Kane's All My, right? Yes. Susan Lucci. All My. <laughs> AMC? She's an AMC? Yeah. All My Children? Um, I feel like Tenacious D could score... If someone compiled a bunch of Game of Thrones footage, I feel like yeah. you guys could score that and rock it pretty, I'd like to hear hard. Wow. version of the theme. Dude, that now. theme is really fresh, though. Yeah, it's great. When it comes on, it makes me want to dance like ancient style. There's a guy on the, uh, on the YouTube that's playing it, the whole thing on a guitar. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. How about, the, how about that kid that plays the uh, Simpsons theme with two guitars? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. seen that guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Insane. And then there's a bunch of uh, Asian kids who will play all of the Final Super Fantasy? Mario Brothers, yeah. like from start to finish, <laughs> take you through all the levels on the piano. Oh, they're great! Oh no, it's great. Oh, YouTube. <laughs> I met Asian kids. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, great. <laughs> but so the good, best man. was that drummer guy that that played the drums along to the uh, right. The Super Mario Brothers theme. Oh, I didn't see that guy. The drummer guy? No. Yeah. Well, I think I think a Tenacious D Game of Thrones epic uh, song could be fun, something fun for the next tour. Yeah, it's hard not to sing along to that theme. I song, mean, you could though. at least get it on HBO Radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they would play it. Game, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, throwing games, uh, gamey game. Uh. <laughs> well, there aren't really lyrics, so we just kind of had to make Game them up. Of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Khaleesi so and Tyrion and dragons and Joffrey. Game of Thrones and and uh, Lord of the Rings and all of those. It's like uh, you're looking at a period piece. You know what I mean? It's like, this is Middle Ages. Yeah, this is how they talked and walked and did everything, except also the dragons. Yeah, also, <laughs> mostly everything's fake. It all seems like they paid real close attention to what things were like in the Middle Ages, yeah. except for a couple of things. Well, if I was alive back then and ran into a wizard dragon... <laughs> Most people would have British accents. Yeah. That's why I, I just, have English accents. I'm always yeah. hoping, there's, I'm always hoping yeah. there's like 20% more magic in the show than there ever is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot of swordplay, and definitely shit happens, and there's, like, five storylines you're following. But I always want there to someone just to be like, I am Merlin, and then hand lightning. And it never fucking happens, and I always kind of feel disappointed. You're right. I think, it'll, a, I think it'll come, right? I don't know. You should have watched Merlin on BBC America. I didn't. Was it any good? Oh, God, no. Okay. Oh, 
It didn't stop you from watching, apparently. No, I didn't watch it. Okay. But they say yeah, that you know, I the gave best it a is, uh, is uh, what do they say is the best BBC thing? It's Sherlock Holmes? It's Sherlock yeah, Sherlock. Holmes. Yeah. Right? Sherlock's great. yeah, Sherlock's really good. And yeah. every one is like a movie, right? They're like movie labels. Well, they only do like three uh, seasons. Like three right. a year. And, so, and the they're gig, all like, guys. Oh, three a year. Ooh, done. that's the gig. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's that's the so good British. Spot. <laughs> I'm going to do my Just winter do it. episode. It's more, it's, <laughs> it's more British than British to do three of a series. More British yeah. than British. More British than British. How you doing, Rob Zombie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my Robert Zombie yeah. Esquire. <laughs> More British than British. We did it. My, my friend Mike Furman and I did an acoustic version of Dragula once for it was for Rob's 40th birthday. We did an acoustic version of Dragula, and the song actually plays pretty well really? acoustically. And when you have harmonies, it's very dig through the ditches that burn <laughs> through. The, like it actually sounds like an old minstrel song. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Every time I hear like Dragula, and I know that's like you know like drag racing Dracula, but it's like I think about the um, the, the wino bit from Richard Pryor, like Dracula. What kind of name is that, Dracula? Like, that's the way he said, that's how I, I think he was referring to the Munsters. I think it was a Munsters reference. Why did you have to throw your bottle of water over there? Just because everyone was staring at you. Because it was done, and so was I. Why don't we throw this over there? This Richard Pryor before, I was like, oh, that always reminded me of Richard Pryor. You left me hanging. I'm sorry, yeah. No, I I gave you crickets. You did. I gave you an empty stare. You gave me love, I gave you crickets. (laughs) At least, uh, yeah, we remember that. Just an acknowledgement, it's a fucking silence. (laughs) Okay. Do you know, I am pretty slow, though, Uh, in general. Jokes will hit me a few seconds after after a normal person, you know. And it does, it's not a reflection on whether you're funny or not. It's really just that it takes me a little bit longer to process. Well, the worst now, part is, is now I get it. The dragon. <laughs> no, that's the worst part. It wasn't even my joke. I was just referencing. You see what you've made our guests do? You've made them backtrack and take the blame. I know it's great. It's a good feeling. Not getting. I was surprised. Not a bad thing. Richard Pryor reference. It's very fun to watch your body posture just turn inward, where you're just trying to like. <laughs> oh, if I only had a shell, I could crawl inside. I really wanted to. <laughs> if I only had a shell. Yeah. <laughs> I still. I still. Uh, you're the person who taught me the term turtling. Oh, <laughs> because we were at a Starbucks once when we were doing Rock of Ages, and you're like, oh my, the, tur- the turtle's poking his head out. He still laughs. Oh. He brought this up like a week ago. Yeah. It was cracking up at the fact. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh little no. turtling. The turtle's poking his head out. Oh, the turtle. <laughs> but he goes back in, so you're safe. You don't have to. But you, 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 you let him out. What is the show that you guys are doing at Santa Monica Pier? Oh, that. That's the other thing we've been doing since... Take a ride uh, on our Segway. Since we saw you last. We've been uh, uh, curating and developing a a new uh, comedy music festival called Festival Supreme. The first of its kind. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of basically the Woodstock of comedy music. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, originally what we wanted it to be was... Fly to the Concords, the Lonely Island, Spinal Tap, and Tenacious D. Oh, the come festival. on. But none of them said, they all said no. <laughs> Plan B. Even Tenacious D said no? <laughs> oh, right, no. We kind of didn't want to be left out. Yeah, like, yeah we're not doing we're anything. We're not doing anything. But uh, in the meantime, we had invited like tons of other people, and they all said yes. And we looked at the lineup, and we said, this is still magnificent. We have to do this. You know, we had... 
Zach you couldn't get the, uh, the folksman instead of Spinal Tap, maybe? You know, we tried every angle. They just weren't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys just want to play as Michael McKean <laughs> and uh, can you, can you just Harry Shearer? <laughs> yeah. Mitch and Mickey. Yeah. Um, but we, still have, a great lineup. we have played with Spinal Tap before. We played with them at... Uh, House of Blues, like a million years ago. I saw that show. You were there? Yeah, that was a great show. That was a great show, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. But, you know, at the end, we we all played uh, Big Big, Bottom. Yeah. uh, And everybody had a bass. There were like 12 basses on the stage. (laughs) And I had a bass, and we we were playing, and I I, uh, was just super enthusiastic. I might have been, like, dancing around too much. And uh, the bass, the head of the bass... um, Kind of bumped Michael McKeon's wife in the head. Oh, <laughs> now she didn't. It didn't draw blood, but it did give her kind of a little golf ball on the head. Oh. I feel like maybe that's, that's why, why they're not playing Festival why. Supreme. Whoa. Whoa. It might have been the monkey bump. I was so apologetic, but yeah, I don't know. Eesh. The damage was done. There's no way. <clears throat> and, and you try to play it off like it's what Spinal Tap yeah. would do. They would hit someone's uh, wife with a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that all the bases weren't plugged in, as I recall. Yeah. So I think show. I had one. Do you remember wasn't... when they, they did that? Yeah. Uh, what was that, that festival? World, that world, no, they did yeah. some World Aid thing, right? Yeah. They had like everybody. Yeah, and like literally everybody on that Stay. show, including so Metallica, Metallica, all had bases. <laughs> really? Yeah, they all yeah. did Big Bottom. Oh, nice. Man. It's pretty amazing that it's still as a band, if you hear Spinal Tap, they really just kind of did the one thing, but you st- you would come out of whatever crevice you were under to just go see them oh, one time. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen yeah. them. I've, I've never, never seen, seen them. Play play. It's fun. I wish I had gone to those shows they did when the Folksmen opened up for the Spinal Tap, <sighs> and the people so would genius. boo the Folksmen. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad idea. But that's what Tap fans would do. You know? Everyone's course. in on it, man. Who else is playing in the show? You said Zach? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. We got... Uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross doing the Mr. Show experience. They didn't want to be called Mr. Show. They wanted. They wanted to taking it to know. the next level. Yeah, I think it's because they're they're reinventing themselves a bit. Uh, we got the Mighty Boosh from nice. the UK. Very nice. exciting. They're kind of the uh, the the Mr. Show uh, of of. So you have uh, Noel Britain. Fielding and Rich. And... Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we got Rich. I just know we got Joel and and uh, Noel and Julian. Yeah. Cool. But, um, Rich is out here. Hopefully, so. Rich. That makes sense. Yeah, he moved it would back, be weird yeah. if, if Rich wasn't there. Yeah. You know everything. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> Tim and Eric. Uh-huh. That was me. No, it's <laughs> him. We got uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, we got the insult uh, comic, Insult <laughs> Dog Triumph. Um, we got Maya Rudolph's band, which is uh, called Princess. Oh, right. And it's all Prince songs, but it's hilarious when she does them. <laughs> Garfunkel and Oates. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates on the bill. We got um, Eric Idle. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Legend, gonna with, uh, some jams. with Jeff Davis, right? Okay, so you know what his deal is. He comes out with a, his friend Jeff Davis. I've never seen them before. I've never, like, I've only, I saw it, like, listen, Jeff's kind of talked about it sometimes, but right. it just seems like something they did hanging out in England. I'm not sure yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah. And we've got Sarah Silverman, uh, Fred Armisen. Who else we got? We got uh, Tignataro. Nice. Tignataro. Oh, and uh, what's the Offerman's wife's band? What? Oh, uh, uh, and Beth. We got Hannibal. We got yeah. we got uh, who else? Beth and Stacey. Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts Tim gonna do a set. Yes. Yes. Oh. What's his What's his name? Uh, Tim Minchin. Jesus Christ. Tim Minchin. Yeah, I, know. I know. This is a mega. How long what's is the show? Patton Oswalt. 
what, what's his name? Who who uh, is now? I don't want to say. I think his it's Nancy name, and Beth. It'll be clear that I didn't remember his name. So then, don't. We'll skip it. He's our favorite guy, though. Whose uh, name are you forgetting? No, come on. Paul F. Tompkins, Louis, Louis C.K. That, that not Tony Danza. Uh, oh, <laughs> Will Forte. Will Forte. Thank you. Oh, Will Forte. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we saw Will Forte. We didn't know he was a musical guy. Well, we did. We knew that he wrote yeah. fucking hilarious songs. But he uh, he was on uh, a show that we did in at Largo, a, a little fundraiser, and he came out and he sang this song. Who who was that artist that he was singing? Um. John, who was that? No. no. Uh, James Ingram? Yeah, James yeah. Ingram. A super cheesy song from the 80s. Uh, yeah. Y'all will be there. Y'all will be there. And, uh, yeah, so he comes out and he's dressed in this really tacky red tuxedo with a bow tie. And, and he starts singing this James Ingram song. And it's really cheesy. It's a hot blast of cheese. But his pipes are so powerful. And, and he's singing with so much passion that it's funny. And then you realize, oh, my God, he's going to sing this whole song. <laughs> this is like a five-minute five song. And then so it, it, goes, it takes a turn for the, oh, no, this is, this is turning into torture. It's not funny anymore. And then it, it got so funny as it went on, and you realized just the commitment level. <laughs> By and, the end. And then he came, and then he went right in. After he finished that one, thunderous applause. But then he goes into his second James Ingram song, and he did three full James Ingram Jesus. songs. <laughs> by the end of it, it turns into performance art. What yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, yeah, so we asked him after if he would please be in in Festival Supreme, and he said, "Yeah." Wow. So yeah, we got four stages. One stage is uh, Omega. Oh, I'm not allowed to say what the stage names are. Why, why can this, I mean, we have there's all this like slow rolling out of information? Okay, okay. Everything. Then just is, say it really slowly. We got a <laughs> we got a stage uh, called I'm not gonna tell you. We got four <laughs> stages, but let me just say that the stages are you know decreasing in size. So there's, there's a giant stage, a medium size, an intimate stage for the stand-up comedy. You don't want to put the stand-up comedy up on the gigantic stage right. in the open air because yep. all the jokes kind of diffuse. They do, and. Uh, and the tent, you want to keep... The tent is like the medium-sized stage. Yep. And you want that one for, like, sketch comedy because also you, you want that in, that in there, too. So you got those three stages in size, the stand-up, the, the sketch comedy, and then the, the big rock, like, uh, comedy bands will be on, on the, the big stage. But then the fourth stage is the one that I'm maybe most excited about, the one-man tent. <laughs> is it called the one-man tent? The one-man tent. And it's just Neil Hamburger <laughs> by himself and only one audience member at a time. And you go in there just for 30 seconds. Oh, and I can't guarantee that there's going to be any jokes. He might just stare at you and really cough. sweaty and yeah. cough and drink. <laughs> but, uh, there might yeah. be lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't know what's it's going on. One of our favorites. Favorite. But it's a he said, she said thing. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> You're right. yes. Yes. Who's going to know? And we're going to have a... a an art gallery. A friend of ours uh, named Truck uh, is kind of this genius, uh, hilarious artist. And uh, I've been playing um, Draw Something with him on yep. the iPad, for, on the iPhone for, for a couple years now. And, and every drawing he sends to me is basically a gigantic cock. But... <laughs> 
in like different costumes. So every pop icon has been represented as as a cock, and, and they're always so funny. And uh, <clears throat> we asked him, dude, would you consider like making a show of these? Because we it would be a funny. You know, we're trying to find. Other besides just performance, what other kind of funny things can you do in a festival? And that that seemed like a great thing. So he's like, yeah, he's gonna put them on canvas, and there's wow. gonna be like a, <laughs> that a, sounds a real art gallery. Is this uh, is this all day and all night festival? Is... You know, it's not. It does okay. seem like a lot, but yeah. I think it goes three to ten. Yep, and it's, on, it's on the ten. pier. Yeah. On yeah. the pier. In the, uh, the parking so, like, lot. Near a Ferris. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's oh, a lot yeah, of yeah. space. They, like, yeah, they yeah. usually do, like, they do, like, yeah. yeah, they did. We did Course of the Force. We did Course of the Force there, but then they do, like, Cavalier. Yeah. Didn't they do some sort of a big circus? Like, I think they'll they do that the down on the lower. Yeah. So there's kind of going to the be beach, the, the, uh, the big stage that's closest to uh, land, I guess. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, on the other side of that, the pier, there'll be a, a big... Uh, tent mm-hmm. and then over where the trapeze is right now there's a trapeze area school? where yeah, cool. trapeze yeah. we're taking all that trapeze stuff out and putting up a, a, the tent there that'll be the the intimate like stand up comedy area it's going to be a disappointed 12 year old somewhere and uh, yeah oh no they were trapeze we stole their trapeze stand up's like a trapeze act right no, guys? it'll be back the, the next day they'll have trapeze again can we change that I don't want there ever again. <laughs> Just put up a comedy tent right there the yeah, entire yeah. time, 24-7, <laughs> um, 365. But, you know, there's going to be really good food and stuff, and there's roller coasters there, and it's just crazy. What's I the date of this event? Oh, yeah, thank you. October 19th. <laughs> October 19th. Uh, 2013. Festival Supreme. Yeah. Tickets are available. Where do I go to get those? Maybe you go to, like... Festivalsupreme.com? Wow. There we go. Perfect. Wow. Who would have thought? How could you find it? (laughs) But uh, since I saw you last, also, I have been playing some uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, you've been playing Grand Theft Auto V? I am plowing through that shit. Are you plowing? Yeah, I'm like 48% done. I find that I can only do it in small increments. Like, I'll go on a mission, and then I'll call it a night, because the missions will sometimes take a long time. And sometimes you'll finish a mission, and it'll, like, just dovetail right into another mission. It's like, oh, wait. I wanted to go home. I just yep. wanted to go home and yep. take a nap. Yeah. But they don't let you just nope. go home you and can't. take a nap. You can't. Right as you get pull up to your house, your homie comes out and's like, "Come on, yep. bitches!" Michael's we're like, "We gotta go, bitches. Franklin. Come on, Frankie. We're leaving. Where are we going?" I get some fatigue. You oh, know? It is tough. Now, what's the longest in one sitting you've gone? Uh, oh, probably six hours. Oh, yeah, shit. that's a lot of missions. Yeah, <laughs> that's like full on getting ready for the heist, pulling off the heist, yeah. submarine time. Damn, I'm getting, I'm getting the feeling that this is like a good fifty hour game. Oh, it seems like. There's it. no yeah. question. It seems like it. It, it. It's. I have it. Um, but I haven't played it yet. My girlfriend's playing it. She's about 17% of the I way I cannot, through. like, obsessively, <laughs> she she compulsively. 17. Yeah. <laughs> she's 17. She, my girlfriend, she's 17. That's why she, she loves it. We like a lot of the same things. I like <laughs> video games and 17-year-olds. And, um, and You both so. love 17-year-olds. I mean, but love them. Love them. Uh, no, but, like, I, f- I find that, like, my OCD kicks in, and whenever I have to, whenever I arrive at a place to do something, I have to, I park it in the white lines. I, like, have to park it <laughs> yeah, in the white lines. Me too. And I always try to avoid killing people if I can. 
Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to. I'm with you. But I really don't want to do that. Yeah, like in the beginning when you have to kill the security guard at the bank, yeah, I tried to shoot the gun out of his hand, and the other guy died. I was like, I guess i got to pull the fucking trigger. They don't give you extra points for being nice in that game. Yeah, I know. Do you travel a lot now? Are you traveling a lot now, or are you home for a while? I'm home for a while. Home with the boys. All right, good, because, well, okay. Because I was going to drop something on you that would change your, your video game playing world, which is this company gave me this thing, and it's basically a briefcase. Oh, yeah. And you open it up, and no. there's a LCD screen in there, and then you put your Xbox in it, and you oh. just travel with it. So I, I've been, when I've been on the road doing shows, I bring this case... The company's called Games. I think it's G A E M S. And Ooh, it, fun. And it. Uh, you bring it, it to Boston. Just, what? You bring it to Boston? No, because I'm only there for a day. But yeah. I took it to Portland. <laughs> I, was play with you. I took it to San Francisco, and you just open up the briefcase and then just start playing Xbox. Oh my God! Don't and then see I, the uh, city you're in. Play and then Xbox. I and then I tether it to my I tether it to my phone so I can pull my saves off the cloud. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Pull my saves <laughs> off the cloud. Fucking great. That sentence yeah. meant nothing yeah. eight months ago. Yeah. Pull my saves off the cloud. Yeah. If you went to 1995 and said that to somebody, they'd be like, "What the fuck are if you, you on?" Went back to 2005. Good point, wow. Jonah. If you went no, back to 2009, it wouldn't have meant anything. Yeah, that's anyone. true. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to up the ante. I'm going to say 2010. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's with me? I'm going to say 2011. 2011. <laughs> I say 2030. <laughs> oh! I have to circle back to uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto because I heard it made $800 million mm-hmm. in one day. Yes, yeah, it did. And I was it like, a, how's that physically possible? It made yeah, a billion but that, in three that days. That makes it sound like it's going to make $800,000 a day for the next you know, year. That's, that's, that's the bulk of what it's going to make. Okay, guys, don't get your panties but in it a was, bunch. Yeah. Oh, I better ridiculous. go. It was a million and change, but that's about it. Okay, guys? It was the most expensive game ever made. $250 million development and marketing. Damn, so they're only up $600 million on the first day. the most anticipated game in my world. I pre-ordered it. I and the promotion. Like, yeah. well, like a, the, the video game world seemed to have gotten a little boring yeah. the last five years. And this was one where I was like, oh, okay, we yep. Grand Theft Auto Five. That's, that's the thing. The they didn't need the advertising. They could have just saved their money by just like telling somebody. And then it just would have gone throughout the entire world. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. at that level, though, you're like Exxon or something. You just put yeah. out ads just to okay. <laughs> tell you you're like good people there. Milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> Do we need all these bus stops? That head's okay. I guess that's fine. Were you playing anything before GTA Five? Were you playing? Um... No, I, I mean I would sample. I'd dip my toe in the water once in a while, but you know the children. Once you got the children, it, it, it takes away. It really cuts into the video game time. Don't it you try to fuck up my like, life in a way? Don't you try? To, are, do you try to get them to play like you're pretending that you're playing with them, but you're really doing <laughs> it for yourself? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you give them a controller not plugged into well, anything, and they're you know. like. No, I mean, he's legitimately into some games that I've, like, had to work hard to get interested in. Yeah. Like uh, Minecraft. Yeah. That's Minecraft. And, and it took me a long time to crack the code on why there was anything fun about that game. But now I'm into it, you know? Like, we, we'll go in there and we'll build a house together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It's, I just it, like the sound effect when you're, you're like... When you're digging in the mines, yeah. just that sound of breaking the blocks and rebuilding the blocks. It's a fun. I, I really I like Minecraft. It's new Legos, kind of. It's like Legos of uh, the future. Yeah. But yeah. The, the beauty of the Grand Theft Auto games is it's a huge commitment time-wise whenever a Grand Theft Auto comes out. But it's out. worth it. But it's only every, like every three years. You get, that's right. You just, and it's nice. Just That's the game that I play the most. There were a lot more swears in this one than I remember. Like I played, I played GTA 2 a lot. Uh, when it came out, yeah, they've up the ante, and it, it's every other word is like, 
the N-word. Also, or fucker. Now they've tied the uh, the uh, vibrate on the controller into the when you pick up a hooker and get a blowjob. No. It's fucking oh, weird. No. And I'm like, and I put it down. I'm like, So you press the, the controller against your crotch and you feel like <laughs> you you're could. receiving yeah. you could. Yeah. sexual pleasures? Yeah. It's a wow. little too gross. It's finally me. happening. I think they should take it a little further and they should give you like a, a vibrating sock to just <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm rocking. sure there's like a USB <laughs> flashlight attached to you can put on there just go to town. We have the technology. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to do it. And now it has, listen, yeah. I don't mean to... I have approached some prostitutes in yeah. the game and nothing happens. Really? You, there's Is that a, wrong? <laughs> no, you hit, uh, you hit the button happens. to call them in the car. You just ignore me. You just push all the buttons and go, there's no... You hit, so what do you uh, want to do? Did you tell them who you were? I think you hit yeah. right. <laughs> All right, you, you win. You got it back. Don't fucking comment on a good job. What are you talking just about? No, I'm just by. No, it's fun that you got it back after you lost everyone on that Chris, one. Stop being a, 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 a dragula. Stop being a dragula, Chris. Don't what? Stop being a dragula. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there must be someone's got to have. Someone's got to have that. Someone's got to have. Yeah, some I'm sure sort there's of a, a millions device. on sale in Japan now. Yeah. They're pro- in a vending machine. Oh, at a train station. Yeah, like a pizza cock attachment for your Xbox. Two for my friend. Fuck you, stop it! <laughs> I love calling it out. I hate it so much. said the thing about no. It's really funny. Let's break it down. That's what Japan would do. That's what they would do. That's exactly what they would do. Oh Jesus Christ! Son of a bitch. Do you guys play a lot during the year? Do you just hang out and jam, or do you ever do you have to play together when it's like, oh, we're getting ready for a show? Well, when an out al- when we put out an album, we usually will go around uh, around the world. You know, our version of around the world. <laughs> Again, the <laughs> airways, wherever they At least one calendar year. And this year was fun because we went uh, every season, basically. We'd have our, our, our spring tour, our winter tour, our summer tour. They our... called us a band for all seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Nobody did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at a certain point, you got to go, okay, we've covered it all. And then you, you, some places you'll go back twice. Like, we're going to go back to England. We just played England. Yeah. But, but we've got to go Not... back and scoop up the other... Uh, yeah. Well, we've right been doing... Territories um, within a territory. We've been doing gigs as a band, and then we just go out as the two men. Yeah, so that cool. was the other thing. Sometimes we go with the full production, and then other times we go uh, just the two-man acoustic style, and we That's package it fun. as it's... it's uh, it's old school. If you, yeah, if you really want to know the D, the real D. If, but really, it's just a cost-saving measure. <laughs> it's a lot less really, stress. Your yeah, sound checks yeah. are only ten minutes long, and it, the, the, you don't have to. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have to, to wait for two guitars. But, uh, there is a different flavor, though, right? Yes, it is a different flavor. Well, we played uh, festivals in Europe this last. Which summer. ones? Uh, the hell were they? There was one in Switzerland and yeah, one in we did the Switzerland Austria. festival. The Switzerland, let's just call it that. <laughs> the Austrian <Austria's> Blauplunk <laughs> Blau festival. Uh, we played a couple German festivals, and all the German festivals are basically rock, and then some other German words: rock and ring, rocking park, rock, rock and rock and roll, rocking pot. It is very logical to put the genre of music in the front of the title. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not? What is funny? People not know what she's talking about. What is funny? Oh yeah, we're we're do they particularly get, huge do they in Germany. D, do they get the D in Germany? Which I don't. They love us more in Germany than anyone has ever loved us anywhere. 
Okay. We you, play, you here's how it goes. Off, huh? They love us the least here in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then as we get farther around, the then we get more popular. Los Angeles so. is really not, shouldn't be the benchmark for any type of live performance appreciation. Los it's Angeles true. is where but people are most unimpressed. When your hometown doesn't really give you the love. You know what, though, like but if, a, if you played Largo or if you played Meltdown, like the crowds at Meltdown and Largo are great, and UCB is great. But it, but other places in Los Angeles, if you were to play like a real music venue, then yeah. it'd be like, ah, yeah. why, why do people? <laughs> there's that feeling you're like, why'd you guys leave your house? Yeah. <laughs> why? What did you think was gonna happen? Why did you? We've seen those guys. <laughs> I could do that. That's yeah. the problem. Is everyone in LA is watching, going. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can probably do that. I'm going to add that to my, <laughs> my resume. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking deal. No problem. I think it's like, today's just I could see them getting coffee. Why don't we go see them? It's not that special. I know where Jack lives. He lives next to my cousin. I could just go He lives next to Van Nuys where I get my car fixed. I just he comes into my GameStop. I see the fucking guy all the time. I don't have to go. We have had some awesome shows, but we just kind of keep them, kind of keep them intimate. We really like to rock in the intimacy tent. We played the uh, uh, the Sydney Opera House. Oh, oh beautiful! Oh, which was quite, you know, it's always like, wow, that iconic building. Mm. I, I wonder what it's like inside. Just the theater, <laughs> and it's you're playing badass. "Fucker Gently" inside. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> seem right. Yeah, it, it seems a little too classy for the D, but yeah. uh, it was still pretty amazing. Those were probably my favorite shows, actually. But yeah, those uh, were fun. You know what? It looks exactly like uh, the inside of the Disney Hall here in downtown L.A. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Uh, it's almost like somebody stole it from the other one. I guess di- the Disney Hall stole it from the Opera House because they were first. But yeah, they were first by a lot. So probably the Disney one took the, that. Frank sort of Gehry always Gary stealing. Kind of oh, Gary. Gary. And let's put a way. This goes over this way, and this one shoots off this way. He does it with paper. That's how he designs stuff with rigid paper. He takes it and bends it, sticks it down, and then takes another sheet and bends it like this. And that's why his buildings look like that. Oh my God! I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know everything. God. I know a lot. Back out of the glasses. Got to know it. Nothing. <laughs> are you shooting? Any, are you doing? Are you are you doing any film stuff? Or are you taking some time off? I got a movie that I'm probably going to do next year, but it's still sort of deals still being ironed out. But as there's a kids movie that that is. Uh... Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? What? Sorry, well, you're doing that. I'm sorry. Cage, what I'll am I supposed to I do? do. We fade in Let me ballad. see if I can get you a camera. <laughs> that is actually that's yeah. a good, good segue there. Uh, oh, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed Bernie. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know halfway through that those were actual people from that town. Yeah. Well, it was like a really weird thing. A but, true story. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just really good actors. That dude still, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was Rick Linklater once yeah. again. Um, bringing in the real people from the town, and uh, you know he's really uh, you into that it. Dude? Yeah, we did. We went into the prison and met him. And Rick has been, uh, you know, really uh, sort of uh, fascinated with that that whole situation. And he he's really trying to get get him. Uh, well, I don't want to say anything because sometimes there's backlash, but. But he uh, he's keeping in touch with uh, with Bernie and is definitely interested in that case. Is he trying to West Memphis three? It? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Oh, I remember the West Memphis three benefit we did at the Improv. That's right. Oh my God, that was a, oh. that was probably the best show that I ever had at the Improv. Yeah, 
Because someone should make a documentary about weird. that show. I mean, I wish they had because <laughs> it was a fucking great show. Yeah, the yeah. lineup was great and the crowd was. It was. It was a, a perfect. It was that a perfect was a show. special night. And I remember being on stage talking about the movie, the West Memphis Three documentary, the first one, and how obvious it was that it was that creepy uncle who, yeah, yeah. who uh, did all the killing because yep. he threw away his teeth or something. Oh no, it wasn't that guy though. It wasn't that guy. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, that's it was like, some the, other guy. It was the guy that was like everyone thought it was that guy because he pulled out his teeth when they yeah. announced there was bite marks. But it was like the other guy. It was yeah. the other. It was the stepdad. Right. Yeah, it's nuts. And that guy, did that guy ever have to do any time? No, they're still no. trying to figure it out. Yeah, still yeah. trying to figure it out. But at least they let the three guys, at least they let him go. They let him go. But still, they yeah, stole someone. Did you see that last one? The last, the Peter Jackson uh, West I Memphis seen, three? Yeah, that's West of Memphis. Right. I haven't seen that one yet. I watched the, yeah. uh, the third uh, Lost, uh, <laughs> so Paradise many, Lost, though. It's Damn, so, so there's been four movies on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll send that over to Cold Case. Yeah. TV show. Ooh, I'd watch that. <laughs> right? Let TV handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Let TV do what it's best doing. Yeah. Yeah. Finding the truth. Give it to D'Onofrio. Give it to D'Onofrio. We need another procedural. Let Dick Wolf figure it out. He'll figure yeah. it out. He knows how that shit works. CSI Arkansas. <laughs> now, I really do feel like that there could be a show where it's like they could do like the meta Dick Wolf show where it's like Dick Wolf has made over 1,000 episodes of crime-solving television. He is therefore a genius at solving crimes. And then they go to Dick Wolf and he tells people because he's done so many stories. Is that the premise for Castle? Is that, well, yeah, I guess that's sort of true. I was gonna say, it sounds like Look Well, almost. Look, oh, look Well, well yeah. yeah. Murder, right. She Wrote. The best. Mm. Murder, She yeah. Wrote, but I, I contend that Jessica Fletcher is the one who committed all the murders. <laughs> because you cannot, in a small town in Maine, be privy to how many seasons of that show? 12 seasons, time 22 episodes. It's hundreds of murders happened. <laughs> in a, I mean, like, literally 30% of the population yeah. of that town died. Well, Dexter, how many fucking serial killers can they be, there be in one fucking I house? would at least say in Miami that's fine, but you're talking about a small town in yeah. Maine, a small sea, seaside town. Small towns town. have big secrets. Well, the big oh, secret no. is that Jessica Another murder. murdered everybody. Uh. And she's remembering the series as other people, like as famous guest stars, you know, yeah. killed everyone. Did you see that final, the Dexter finale? Yeah. I didn't see it. They ended it like oh, uh, yeah. Dr. T and the Women, if you're, if you're familiar with that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> it's the same ending? Lost I, missed again, I missed the yeah. Richard Gere epic. Um, what happened? Yeah. Well, it's like the movie ends with his life kind of falling apart, and then he drives into a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. T That's and the Women? Exactly Dr. T and the Women, yeah. But then, like, afterwards, he, like... He lands somewhere in Mexico, and then some girl finds him. He's like, we need your help. And then he goes, and he delivers a baby boy, and then he starts laughing. Wait a, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. Wait. He drives into a tornado and ends up in Mexico and then yeah. delivers a baby? Yeah, and it's like the most graphic birth. <laughs> I never birth. saw that coming with that movie. It's the most graphic birth you'll ever see in a movie. It's like you see the baby coming out of the vagina. And it's just like, you know, there's got goo everywhere. And then, okay, like, he, keep going. he's like, and he goes, it's a, boy. What is it's a boy. It's Mr. T doing all this? <laughs> no, no, no. Mr. T and the women. Mr. T and the women. I gotta see that movie. Yeah. Wait, it's the 5,000 keys of Dr. T. Dr. Kilimanjaro? No. <laughs> the 5,000 keys of Mr. We should, T. We should, we should, so does, does, we should drop foregone conclusion on him. Oh, yeah. That we, was the best part of our tour. Was uh, Kyle invented a game, uh, <clears throat> and there were only four of us on the bus because it's just me and Kyle. Johnny Spike was running running tech for us, and um, and our friend who uh, Mike Bray, who plays Sasquatch, our opening act. And the four of us are on a bus, and uh, 
all the buses now come equipped with a hard drive with like 4,000 shitty movies. Okay. And uh, so Kyle came up with this game where you start at the beginning and you go through every movie until you get to one that nobody on the bus has seen. Oh, there was, no, there was more than four of us. There were There's seven six. of us. Because, there were six. No, there were seven because we had... Uh, we had uh, Tour manager. Who do we have, Spike? Wasn't it seven? We had to have four out of seven. Was it just the six? There were six. Okay. So we had six of us. And uh, we go until we got a movie that none of us have seen. No, because we had... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Seven. Yeah, seven. Boom. So... We had J-Dog. I was wrong. We went with the whole band on this tour. So anyway. Jack and me. God, this story sucks now. <laughs> so you want to play the game is what you're saying. Yeah. So yes. So you're going through and no one can see the movie. If, if we get to a, a movie that no one's seen and then we start to watch it and then <laughs> as soon as it gets four gongs, then it's next. And so <laughs> four gong, yeah, four gong conclusion. <laughs> and dude, we never watched Fucking. more than like five minutes of any movie. Jesus. And it was so funny. It was so good. <laughs> Does that everyone? Like do you that. have to? Do you have to go gong? And then it just like each person out yeah, loud. Yeah, and when it gets yeah. to three gongs, it gets really funny because people are looking around. <laughs> and it's still not shitty enough. But to then gong. sometimes then, you'd ungong. Yeah, there was, was like, oh, like something what? would happen. You're yeah, allowed like, to like, ungong. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait a second, I'm gone. Yeah. You see something. <laughs> Did you get through like, any going. one movie? <laughs> well, the funny thing was, we finally came to a movie, and it was called. Oh, that was a bad movie. That I don't want to admit that that's the one that didn't get it. No, I know, we, but we, we didn't make it reason. through that one either. We got to our Only destination. Only because we got to our destination. Okay, furthest you got through a movie was? It was a movie that had uh, The Rock in it, and he was like. Race uh, to Witch Mountain? Dri- no, he was driving around really Faster. Angry. Faster. Was, was it Faster? And for some reason, we all got hooked into this piece of shit. Well, it's he the rock. He was going to get the <laughs> so gong. He was going to get it eventually. He's too charismatic. You had, can't gong yeah, the he's, rock. He's, he, you I can't keep your head zero gongs. Yeah. But sometimes it, a movie would get a gong during the credits, the title sequence at the beginning. <laughs> you get <laughs> the shittiness of the yeah. titles. It was like, <laughs> it would always be you know, some unknown production company. A name you can trust. Yeah. <laughs> Any Orion picture comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's amazing how much pleasure you can get from a shitty movie. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The best. Some of the best. What was the one where Buster Rhymes like threw the child out the window? <laughs> yeah. like, what the that hell? was an amazing gong. And then it was a, yeah, because once the child went out the window, everyone gonged. It's <laughs> <laughs> too horrible. We can't watch any more of this. That's the sound of a child. What is it? Being thrown out the window. <laughs> I don't know what gong. it is, but I need to see it. <laughs> being thrown into a gong. Uh, I gotta run. I gotta go do Star Trek at Meltdown. Are oh, you gonna go do Star Trek? Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good place to, to wrap this up, so that we can send you guys over to the musical portion of the podcast. Right. I do a live show with uh, Kumail uh, at Meltdown, where we watch shitty episodes of Star Trek and talk oh over it. Oh my god! It. Which one? Which up? Which tonight? We're watching Spock's Brain. Is it a podcast? Oh my god! No, I love well, Spock's Brain. It's just Brain. a live. It's just a live. We just you have to be watching the show. You have to be no, watching. Sometimes this. we do next gen. Dude, oh. the best part is Spock's Brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is like child's play. A child could do it. I love it so much. Yes, that is what we were making fun of tonight. Oh, my God. If you guys ever want to do the show, let me know. It's fun. A lot of fun. If you're doing an OG, that's where where I... This is the one that I would want to do. Spock's brain. We can redo it, don't worry. (laughs) Have fun at Spock's brain, Myra. I will have fun. See you, man. Take care. There goes Matt Myra. I'm going to miss him. Uh, Do you guys want to do a couple songs? I think that we should. Because... So you're going to do a ballad, right? 
ballad. I think we should. I think you should, too. Okay. The song still gives me uh, goosebumps every time. Whoa. Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we'll fix real. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. You don't have a lot of confidence on our... Uh... No, I do. I, was... I heard you practice in that flute. Self-effacing, self-effacing way. That's not a flute. That's more of a recorder. And then, oh, we're gonna, and then we're going to launch straight into uh, Keep on Loving You <laughs> oh, with you, Chris Hardwick, oh, because we it's know a live you, bust out, you bust out an 80s jam now and again. I don't, I, I, I'm not good on, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Well, then let's preface it by saying no rehearsal. <laughs> okay. Uh, no blame. The best kind. You can just, just let Kyle do it. Kyle will do the harmonies, and uh, who cares? Here we go. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, maybe I will do it. Where are you guys going? I don't This is the ballad of Hollywood Jack and the Rage Cage. Nothing could stop him when Javel's in a rage hit the stage. Then Hollywood Jack hit the big time and went to make movies. Rage Cage was left far behind in the dust of his dreams. And he grumbled and growled and watched Hollywood Jack on Jay Leno. He bellowed and said he'd be nothing without help from Cage. He burnt up the photos of Jables and Cage from the old days. Fuck him, I don't need no Hollywood Jack anyway. So Hollywood Jack lived up high on a hill in a bubble. Rage Cage lived deep in the broiling valley below. Yes, the Rage Cage bubbled with rage. He looked at the ground and he looked on the stage. The lava was bubbling and broiling inside the old cage. And Hollywood Jack climbed the ladder of stardom before him. He watched as his indie credentials flew right out the door. He'd make millions and then he'd go out and he'd make even more millions. He'd screen Cagey's calls and he'd party with Shasha Gabor. No one respected him, they just rejected him. No one would represent Cage. Lost on the streets of his dreams, he would cry and he'd rage for the stage. Jack got a message that Cage was in trouble. 
They took Cage away cause he had gone completely insane Then Hollywood Jack jumped upon a jet plane And flew all that night through the rain To be with his friends and see what remained of his brain Yeah, Hollywood Jack told the doctors you've got to retrieve him You've got the technology, use the techniques of your trade He grabbed the lapels and he screamed, by God, you must save him Because of rage, Cage and I, can't you see that we're one and the same? Ah, rage Cage, all oh, the rage Cage, all oh, the magic inside that old name And you know what you know when you're going completely insane Ah, the rage cage, all oh, the rage cage All oh, the lion will roar once again And you know, yes you know When you're going completely insane Nothing and no one could harm the old rage cage again Thank you very much. There was a m minute in the middle there where there was no guitar at all, and yes. that's because I, I forgot to push my button to make my button, my guitar I make think it noise. made it even more haunting. No, it made it very kajunky. Kajanky. Um, and for our second song, we'd like to ask up to the stage our good friend Chris Hardwick. Ah. Um, this is the jam that Chris earlier today said was his favorite song ever written. I don't know if I said that. And so we're going to sing this. No. You actually I'm said... I'm not a good harmony you, person, But no. someone from your team said, hey, do you think you'd like to play an old 80s jam with Chris? I did Chris? say that, yeah. And we were like, yeah, this is the one. So just jump in if you feel it. If you don't feel it, just stand there if and I don't look know awkward. The, if I don't they know the harmony, can I just double sing the, the melody with yes, you? Yes, okay? absolutely. Okay. okay. It's done often. We'll do a Bananarama style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby. There was something missing. You should have heard from the tone of my voice, baby. What? But you didn't listen. Shh. Yeah, I meant... Every word I said When I said that I loved you I meant that I loved you forever And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do Guitar solo. Fucking 
Invitational. Oh shit. Oh, are you fucking are you doing it? A third and unforeseen jam. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Straight from the old days. What he used it? to do this in Rock of Ages. Whoa. I'ma come in with some harmonies. Okay. Should I do it right now? Yeah. It's all the same. Only the names will change every day. It seems we're wasting away. Another plane where the faces are so cold. I drive on now just like We didn't really rehearse that one. <laughs> you know the second verse? Sometimes I sleep. Sometimes it's not for day. All the people I meet, what? they only go their separate ways. Sometimes you lay out yeah. from the bottle that you drink. Sometimes I don't know the words, so I gotta stop and think. Nice. Then I'm a cowboy. Yeah, he is. On the steel horse I ride. And I'm a wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. I'm either wanted. Wanted. Could be dead or alive. I'm very wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Dead. Best of show. <laughs> Best of show. High five on that one. Very nice, Chris. An honor. Chris An on lead folks on that one. An honor. Is there anything you guys want to do? Uh, one more D song? Is there anything? What did you? No. What did you... That was it. Now we got to go. We got to get the wrap up. We've got to go to do a Star Trek photo yeah. shoot. We've got a <laughs> what? That's amazing. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite.com. Carbonite is online backup made easy. Plans start at just $59.99 a year. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST to get two bonus months with purchase. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 415. Uh, the countdown is on at midnight. Is a show I'm doing for Comedy Central, which will be at midnight, uh, starting October 21st, and then four nights a week, uh, right after the Colbert Report. So, please watch. It's sort of a fake game show with comedians, and uh, and I hope you like it. I think you'll like it. The run-throughs have been really fun, so if you came to one, thanks. I think we're doing a few more in studio um, in the next couple weeks, so I'll tweet about all that stuff from that Nerdist Twitter account, which is mine. I would like to thank, uh, for the sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, Carbonite.com. Back your things up. I said the G-rated version of that. Be respectful. Um, you might have a lot of stuff. Maybe there's a bunch of Nerdist Podcasts that you don't want to lose. Nah, you can always get those. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe more personal files you're worried about backing up. Uh, but you really do need to back them up because if they go away, that's it. There is no control Z for <laughs> retrieving a backup that has been damaged due to uh, some type of OS failure. So uh, Carbonite Online Backup is it will, will take care of you. You can access your files uh, from any computer, and then your stuff is just continually backed up. You don't even have to think about it. Um, we have the offer code NERDIS, which will give you two bonus months with purchase at Carbonite.com. So uh, it's $59.99 a year. That's what plans start at. Go to Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIS. Tenacious D has returned to the podcast. I think last year we went into Swinghouse Studios in West Hollywood, sat and chatted with the D. They did a couple songs. Uh, we have repeated that this year, so thanks to Swinghouse for having us back. And uh, uh, Kyle and Jack are doing a, a big, huge comedy music festival called Festival Supreme. Uh, that's October 19th on the Santa Monica Pier. And the lineup is ridiculous. It is, if you listen to this podcast... Uh, you might have to check your shorts for seepage because uh, Tim and Eric, Mr. Show, Mighty Boosh, Sarah Silverman, Zach Galifianakis, Fred Armisen, uh, Eric Idle, Hannibal Burris, Will Forte, Dimitri Martin, Reggie Watts, Craig Robinson, Beardy Man, Triumph, Garfunkel and Oates, Neil Hamburger, uh, of course, Tenacious D, Pat Oswalt, Tim Minchin. Go to festivalsupreme.com. And by the way, they did a, they made a, a, an amazingly uh, hilarious video for the Nerdist YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com slash Nerdist, look for it. Um, it's sort of just like a one-minute promo spot for Festival Supreme that they managed to make hilarious. Uh, hint, electric company. So uh, at the end of this podcast, we did some songs, and I casually mentioned uh, to their people, like, oh, we should do an 80s jam at the end. And not thinking that they would, and they did, and what followed was uh, an entirely unrehearsed and almost wholly improvised 80s music jam uh, with me and the D, which I'm going to say is uh, one of my favorite moments on the podcast. Uh, so, here you go, Nurse Podcast number 415 with Tenacious D! Now entering Nerdist.com Snake who screams everything. Oh, well, what about your cartoon character? Hey! hey. 
it's time for the show. Are you ready for some comedy show? We, did, we never discussed changing the theme song. That's the new song? Yep, Let's that's the right. new song. Let's do it right. <laughs> yep. And we got we had we Jack on percussion beating the table. <laughs> it's a comedy show. It's a comedy show. Here's one thing, but you think it's the other. Here's the harmony. Let's get it right. We're back at Swing House. We are. Jack and Kyle. Oh, my God. Are we recording? This yeah. is it, man. This is how you do it. This is, it. This is the soft opening again. This, this is, is how, how we do it. Yeah. You want to that? You should cover that. Montel, Montel Jordan. Went around town and you do that That's what they call the prank show. How we do it. They did. Yeah, it was how we do it. You're shitting me. That's really what they called it? Yeah. You don't remember that? how we do it. And that was the intro song when he came on stage. Are you serious? Wow. I know quality television crew. Can we find out what Montel's up to? I think you're right. What is Montel Jordan up to? Hanging we, with the Rough Riders. Does anyone know what Montel Jordan's up to? Can we check our Googles? I mean, this is Swing House Studios. He, he should be, fall out of the ceiling. Are, he's probably recording yeah. in one of these spaces right now. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was walking in the streets of Van Nuys. My car was being serviced. And I was thinking, what happened to that band Verve? Remember the, the Verve. Verve? Well, they got sued the Verve, a bunch. Not the Verve pipe. Yeah, no, they lost Verve all their money with to the Stones. With Richard Ashcroft. Because yeah. the Stones didn't have enough, and they sued them because of the... Didn't sound like a Stones song to me. Richard Ashcroft did a bunch of solo stuff after the Verve. Okay, so that's the lead singer guy? Yeah. Okay, so he's doing stuff. Yeah, he was that kind of insect-looking guy. Because I imagined that he was doing nothing, and that maybe he died. It's a sad thing when you go famous people, and then what happened? And it's usually a sad story of long. Hey, how come that guy doesn't make any? Oh, oh no! Boy. Oh, he does. It's the worst. The other day, oh, no. I was like, "Why isn't the lead from Blazing Saddles in anything anymore?" And then I was <laughs> like, "Oh, Little. he oh, died no, when I was Little's nine. Not alive. Yeah. Yeah. Little. He's playing the harp now, dude. You Whoa. know that part was supposed to go <laughs> to Richard Pryor. To Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's Would right. they not insure him or yeah, something? He helped like, write the. No, no, it was he helped write it with Mel Brooks and those other guys. And a but dentist wasn't one of the guys a dentist. I don't know. Yeah. But, but the studio said no. Yeah. Right? Couldn't the studio wow. shut it down. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because, of the, because of the freebasing? Yes, because of the freebasing. Really back that then? Will, that yeah. will or just that. the drugs and, you know, just I think the that was pre-freebase. Well, he was doing drugs, and he was open about it, and so they couldn't insure him, so they didn't want him to do it. Interesting. Oh, no, Kyle's was, taking the side of the studio. Kyle's like, dude. Well, I think he was one of the only actors doing drugs at the time. <laughs> <laughs> He and really so brought drugs to the entertainment industry. <laughs> yes. Before that, everyone was clean nope. and fine. Yes. Yes. But Clavon Little, I can't, that, that's his character. He I can't great. think of any yeah, other. Does Blazing Shadows hold up? Yeah. Yes, was, it does. I was watching it this morning. It like 20 years. There's a couple times where it's like, you know. see a joke and you feel that it's cheesy, but then you remember that they were the first ones to make that joke, and then that joke was redone. In every comedy mm. after that, so it feels like it's old yeah. only because you've seen it. You're so saying they were a victim of the own, tr- the, the, the own, their own trend that yes. they set. Yeah, exactly. That, that be- was it. Revolutionized the fart though, because it was <laughs> there had never that. been a movie that really concentrated yeah. so intensely on the flatulence like like Blazing Saddles did. No. That fart scene around the campfire. It just tore a hole in my brain. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was so funny. Which was me. a nice it- callback in History of the World Part One, where Dom DeLuise is farting Caesar. Where right. he didn't wash this. Wash this. <laughs> like he was just basically pulling things out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it sweeping the playgrounds as a child. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that have anything to do with Mel Brooks or was that just the. Uh... <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> it was just something, something, you guys, oh, something, something you guys were doing. That was, yeah. What have you guys been up to since you were on the podcast last? I mean, I know the podcast when propelled you that? into superstardom and then, you know, there was, was a, right there was, before it was a crazy ride. 
Wow. So that was like a year and a half ago? Wow. Wait a second. Wait, what, what's happened to us since then? Is that what you said? Yeah, what's going on? Did we did, did the podcast oh, propel God. you into... Grammy a, nominations. <laughs> what not? Sold out you tours. Know. Yeah, we toured the world. Uh, and elsewhere. Um, <laughs> what else happened, Kid? Did anything else happen besides just rocking the world? We went mm. around the world. We, hadn't, we didn't go to every nook and cranny, though. We still have a, a hankering to play uh, the Far East, mm-hmm. or the Middle East, for that matter. We've never, wow. Wow. we've never gone east of Europa. Maybe you could unite um, the Middle East with the power of rock. Have you ever thought of that? Well, we did a song on SNL. Yeah, time. Hornet's Nest. Hornet's Nest. Yeah. Wow, you're going deep. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Which my mom contends is the worst song we've ever done. <laughs> well, it was nice of her to share that with, with Carol's harsh. I'd go with one dark song. I mean, there's some places you can play. You don't want to go playing everywhere in the Middle East. There's some rough riders out there. But you want to you wanna maybe hit... Uh, Qatar. I'd go to, I'd go to Turkey. Sure. I'd party in Turkey. Yeah. I think it would go over pretty good there. Yeah. Qatar? Yeah, you guys could play in Dubai. You Are could you just ski Dubai? down? A, you could ski down a building it and sounds, play at yeah, the same yeah. time. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that some rocking goes down at, at uh, Dubai. Um, Israel does that count as the Middle East? We could play Israel. <laughs> <laughs> sure could, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't it count as the Middle East? I don't know. It just feels uh, like a little. We're in the middle of the hornet's nest. There. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys Army played? Have you played Japan? Have you played, played Japan? It's just like, hey man, have you played the Middle East? Yeah, we played Israel. Everyone would be like, that doesn't count. <laughs> have you played the real Middle East? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, yeah. people are trying to out hipster you yeah. with the Middle East. Israel's mainstream Middle East. That was the rock club in Boston or Cambridge, the Middle East. That's right. Yeah. The really? only place people really play, I think, the hard rock bands, they go just to the military bases. Yeah. That's how they play the Middle yeah. East, sadly. Yeah. With hundreds of guns. But we're going to change way. all that. Cage <laughs> <laughs> are going to go. Yeah. We hit, uh, we're going to we go hit? on like a flatbed truck and just like, hit cruise around. And just play out in the open yeah. As, yeah. You're, yeah. Uh, as you're driving. Well, I mean, we want to play the pyramids, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> on top of it. Didn't the Grateful Dead play there? What? They did a show there. And they were talking about the cosmic In their minds. I think they did, actually. Every show felt like it was at the pyramids. But we still want to play Japan. You haven't played Japan? No, we haven't played the Budokan. I'm surprised. I, I would have thought you guys had been over I there. I know. That seems like a, like a thing that should have happened by now. But, yeah, Philippines. Um, no, apparently uh, there's no, uh, there's no interest from the Japanese we people in our We haven't, we haven't gotten a received another fan mail yeah. from uh, Japan. And we've Is that how you're gauging your content? We also have never played <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, look, South America. We've never played from Tokyo. You know, Brazil or any of those festivals no. that happened I had just assumed you guys had been everywhere. Dude, here's the weird thing. Now I'm realizing we haven't been most of the world. No. <laughs> we also haven't played anywhere in Africa. We've missed okay, so this is, this is going back on what you said when you first got here, which is we've been playing all over the world. Yeah, it's actually, it just shows what kind of like we were wrong. Myopic, okay, you've just Christian played wherever Western British Western Airways yeah. flies. All around yeah. this part of the world, you've been playing. I all mean, like almost everywhere the they speak English. We <laughs> play British Airways first class tour. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's a good tour. <laughs> well, that's the problem is that as you you know, of course, there's that romantic idea of like, oh, we play everywhere. I don't give a shit. And then you get older and you're like, Tim, what's the thread count on those? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the it's also like, what are their toilets like? Yeah. Are they in the floor? Do you have to do I have to shit in a hole? I want to rock. I just need, you know, I need to be comfortable the at the same time. We, we haven't even played all the United States. There's a lot of no. states that are that are still no. like, what the hell? 
Yeah, we. Okay, need you guys to do actually have not played that many places. It <laughs> no. sounds like, but I've no. never played Largo, right? We've played Largo. No, no, we played the House of Blues. They've been up and down last year years ago. Wait, we had our last idea was the House of Blues tour because they're really comfy to play. Yeah, I think since we last saw you, though, we put out another album, the Jazz Album. Oh, that's right. And it was one song. But it was a full twelve minute of jazz song, and uh, we took that album and sold it only on vinyl. It was very special, <laughs> and then we did a concert of the jazz, and it was no Tenacious D songs, just jazz. Did you get Derek Smalls on bass? No, we didn't get it. That's it, Jazz Odyssey. This is his idea. But we, uh, he wrote this. I told him a hundred times. Over Tenacious a, D then puppet show. There's a jazz club right down the street called the Catalina Club. Okay. Bar and Grill. And it's like a real jazz aficionado place. And we did two shows just like jazz people do. You do the 8 p.m. show and the 10 p.m. show. And... Uh, Kind of felt like we crushed it. I wanted to go on <laughs> the did. road with it. But this was a 12-minute set. You just played a 12-minute set. No, we did a full hour of nonstop jazz. And we kind of, you know, like, melted in and out of different songs. We just never stopped playing. That's how we were able to say it was one long song. Yeah, that's, that sounds jazzy. Yeah. It's like, where are they yeah. going? Oh, it's not over yet. Or yeah. you're constantly starting to get up to go. And they're like, oh, they're not done yet. There was a moment oh, about, like, 10, 15 minutes and for me, I started to panic a little bit. You felt like this isn't gonna. I was like, "What are we gonna do for the next? Can we forty-five minutes? Can we go into a hook? Can we just get into a hook?" But real then, quick? like, say, once we hit some, you know, hit some, some grooves, some songs, yeah. Now, when someone comes to see you perform, and then they see you do a long jazz uh, riff, uh, do you, are there expectations they have? Are they shouting out songs, or are they, or are they cool? No, they were freaking out. Birdland. I think more than anything, people <laughs> Take five. Are, are dying for <laughs> something crazy. new and fresh and original. So they they were into it, you know. But what did we do? What did we the, do? Uh, what were the songs we were doing? We did like we did uh, Moon Dance. We melted into yeah. Moon Dance, nice. a jazzy version of Moon we Dance. We did some jazzy on Broadway. Yeah, on Broadway. I think we attempted Take Five. Actually, we did a little Take Five in tribute to the recently deceased jazz master. What's his name? Dave Rubeck. <laughs> Rubeck, thank you. Thank God we have our researcher yeah, here. You got it. Anytime, um, guys. Uh, no, very not easy. Rubeck. What's the, his I, name? the iconic. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, were you were you kind of scatting along with that? Yes, of course. There's a there's a tremendous amount of scatting and also just improvised jazzy lyrics mm-hmm. about whatever. Whatever the case may be, I like to talk about how there's no wrong notes in jazz, and I, I, I kind of like displayed. I tried to hit some bad notes, and it just sounded genius. The worse the note, the better the jazz. So you just go up to like a weird augmented note or something, and then back down. <laughs> Oh, that was amazing. (laughs) You're just going outside. Yeah, that's when you're really getting good. Now, the people that ran the bar and grill, (laughs) I think they were a little mystified at what was happening because... We did pretty well. I think it was... It was sold out. It was sold out. shows, and they, they're not Which, used to selling if you've been to Catalina Bar and Grill, it's usually like, you know, 75 people. Yeah, to no. To see, like... The jazz right legend of yeah. the centuries there, and there's like 75 people going, hmm. There's just, What's his name? What's his face? They're all the greats. <laughs> that guy, that one yeah. guy. <laughs> all the Marcella side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marcella. Who's he, what's he? Oh, man. Old trumpet oh, face. Oh, who's he, was he? He's playing Miles Davis yeah. all the time. Oh, he was great. <laughs> he was great. Old Frafran. Our, ba- <laughs> our bass player, John Spiker, came as Miles Davis from the 80s. Oh, so like... Oh, uh, nice. There was some costumes involved. Yeah, yeah. As well. That's a weird look. 
It was a weird look. I love Spiker worked on the Rock of Ages show that we did uh, forever ago. Spiker never KG. stops working. I know he did. And then I think it didn't work out, as I recall. I, got fired. <laughs> I was trying to soft sell it a little bit. <laughs> it didn't work. It was and like, they went another. I was fired. And I was, wait a minute. We John, were not on the same page. John knows everything about sound. How could that be possible? I still haven't seen it on Broadway. I don't know what they did with it on Broadway. On I Broadway? saw it. Yep. Did I you see it? it? Yes, I did. There's yeah. a it's a it's in Vegas now, like permanently. It's in Vegas. The, yeah. But the one I really wanted to see was we were just in Sweden, and there was a a, a, a version in Stockholm. Were they doing it in uh, Swedish or did they do the American? I would imagine they did it in Swedish, but I don't know. I didn't see it. I wanted to go, but that's pretty fucking I think that incredible to see. Yeah, that's so that blows me away that that show. It's just like I was in Toronto, and it was like, "Oh, it's in Toronto, and now it's in Vegas, and New York, and London." And no, it is everywhere. It really is. And I think it's going to be one of those like guys and dolls that will play like colleges and high schools until the end. Of yeah. Time, Did you of- miss your chance there, Chris? Did they say to you, "Hey, you want to come with us to New York? It's going to be a hit." And you were like, "You know." <laughs> Well, they did. <laughs> they did offer person. it to me, and when it was off Broadway, and then when it moved, they they poked around again. But I, I'm not. I'm not a. I don't have the throat for that. Right. I could. I could never pull eight off eight shows a week. Never yeah. pull off eight shows a week. Because you're not supposed to sing from the throat. <laughs> I know. I basically <laughs> scream sing, but I could do. <clears throat> I could do a couple yep. shows a week the way that we were doing it. But then. I, but then what I imagined was that I would give up all of the work that I was doing in Los Angeles and I was working on a couple shows, and then I would have to not talk during the day, and never do stand-up again because I would have to preserve my voice to do eight no. shows a week. I and it go just hats sounded off. rough. i got to go hats off to those dudes who can pull that it off. It is amazing. Because it is real work. Yeah, eight shows a week and singing and all that stuff. And keeping the energy fresh. Like, fucking Sunday matinee show, and you got to just fucking rock it like it's <laughs> yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to be Leather Pipes McGee to pull that off. <laughs> you really do, and It I'm takes not. a different breed. Yeah, I Where's have suede on? pipes. They're like, they get a little <laughs> chunky. They get a little chunky in there. Mine too, dude. I I get a little, I get a little frail out there on the road. I'm all like steaming my face and drinking the hut teas yeah. and <laughs> vocal resting and all think, my all my vocal. Warm-ups. I think Matt Weaver did o- offer it to us to, if we wanted to like do a couple of weeks of Rock of Ages. Oh really? Yeah. I don't remember. What basically has to happen is, in order to rock, you have to live a lot of your life like a middle-aged woman. It's true. <laughs> a lot of steaming the face and drinking lemon, <laughs> and you know. Oh, I'm talking very. You know, like not not expending. You shouldn't whisper. It's worse whispering. <laughs> it's worse to do that. That's You're right. I've heard that. Fucking yourself. Is that true? Yeah, it's worse because it requires more muscles to to suppress your voice. So if you you're actually. So how do you? What do you do to talk quietly then? You just talk quietly. How do you, you tell talk. secrets? Well, you you don't tell secrets because it's what, rude. What about Sato? Sato voice. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Sato voce. What's wrong with Sato voce, you guys? <laughs> stage whispering. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just saw something on YouTube that I'd never seen before, which was you playing with the School of Rock Band as oh, a, yeah. as grown up. Oh, that, awesome, that happened. Right? Yeah, we had our ten-year anniversary reunion, and it sound, it was fucking great. Was really, oh, did you hear the, us play? Yes, yeah, there's nice. a video of it. People just took video of it and put it online. It oh, sounds great. Those I kids might are have to go good. and find that and watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we we sounded good, and we just like rehearsed earlier that day, and it had been ten years. So I was pretty proud of ourselves. We did it. We we were able to rock it extremely hard. I didn't realize they were all actual musical kids. Yeah, that was the deal. When they got cast, they got cast for their musical prowess as well as their acting chops. But I can't take credit for any of that. That was all Rick Linklater. 
He's got the magic eye, you know. I didn't know that. Well, because he did, he did the same thing with, uh, what was that movie um, that he did, Dazed and Confused, mm-hmm. yeah. where you look at that cast, they were all kind of first-timers, and then they all went on to become like... Matthew Batman, McConaughey. Legend, yeah, legendary people, and it ben was Affleck. all yep. due to the Rick Linklater eye. He, he knows the talent. That's they like, say uh, it's a huge part of directing, is 90% casting. Yeah, American Graffiti was kind of like that. Is yeah. that what they say, though? Do they say directing... They just say directing theater is 90% casting. But film, mm. maybe there's more to it. Well, uh, Woody Allen says editing. that, too. He says it's like mainly like he finds the right people, and that's why he doesn't really tell them anything when they're actually shooting. So he's Who like, said well, that? Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. I've heard that a lot, yeah. and it seems surprising because yeah. everyone seems on there. I think they're just like, oh, my God, I better be prepared. Yeah. He's yeah, not going exactly. yeah. to give me any direction, and uh, it's a Woody Allen movie. Would you rather yeah. play... Do, do you but like... maybe that's why most of his movies are really shitty. <laughs> Most are. <laughs> he forgot to tell him not to be shitty. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Jack is throwing down the no, no, listen. He's, uh, he's having a little renaissance now, but yeah. let's not forget the 10 years the of fucking like, unadulterated. Let's not forget the 20 Aphrodite movies. The Curse of the Jade Scorpion? That's great. You're going to stand up for all of those? No, God, no. All right. So, okay, since we're being since we're being honest, because we all agree he's done amazing things. Jesus. But I remember lately. Yeah. I, lately, for His sure. stock has gone way if up. If you're going to do a movie a year, there's going to be some clunkers. There's going to yeah. be some. Yeah. But we saw um, Melinda Melinda, which, by the way, was a brilliant experiment. Like, take a storyline and express it as a comedy, express it as a drama. <laughs> and it just didn't turn out amazing. <laughs> so we're walking out of the theater. No one is saying anything. Everyone's like, because uh, that's that feeling of like, did I miss something? Am I supposed to like this? Am I dumb? Am I not getting it? <laughs> and uh, my, my now ex-girlfriend just said very loudly, he still got it. And everyone <laughs> fucking died. Oh, no. Everyone fucking died. Why did you let that one go? Why did you break up with that? How do you know he broke up? Maybe she broke up. <laughs> it sounds like a very sorry. Don't look at minds well, let's go into that. She was the leader of the verve. Yeah. Oh. It was uh, Richard Ashcroft. <laughs> it was Richard Ashcroft. I'm sorry. But, oh, uh, yeah, but now he's got the, you know, I don't know. How's the Louis C.K. one? Uh, I heard Andrew Dice Clay is very. Oh, good. Andrew Dice Clay, like he's gonna get everyone's. Oh, he's gonna get nominated for playing what looks like himself. Yeah, it's playing it's Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it's Andrew Dice Clay. Well, really? Courtney Love got yeah. nominated for the for the Hustler movie. Yeah, but the she wasn't. Hustler movie. <laughs> the Larry Flint. <laughs> people versus people. You could have just named the guy, and that would have been the title. But I, that political drama. I like to go in through the side door sometimes. I don't go into the front door. Uh, basically, uh, yeah. But the, it, it, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone. I, I'm actually. I would be. I would be emotionally ready for a nice Andrew Dice Clay comeback. I think that'd be kind of cool. It does. It feels like that's the way the world feels. I think it's happening. They, there's been enough time he's, has he's passed. Tried, though, right? The unsavory a hole sauce has sort of worn off a bit. Now people are like, "Hey, well now it's guys, a, remember how he made yeah. us laugh a little? What if we enjoy it ironically? Hickory dickory duck. Pause break for ten minutes. I don't remember the rest of it. Oh God. I don't remember the rest of it. Yeah. Comeback. It feels like he's mounting a major yeah. comeback. Didn't Although, he do like a, I remember a pay per view. He had like a Madison Square Garden pay per view. Oh, did he? You remember Recently? that? No, like in eighty. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was like yeah. a legendary thing. Yeah. yeah, he was like the first comic. It's to Bonkers! Sell Imagine someone doing that now. Yeah, Dane Cook did it. 
Yeah, he did a couple shows at Madison Square Garden, Small but I feel drinks. like, but I feel <laughs> like, touche. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. He's right. He's right. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> but I feel like Andrew Dice Clay is perfect for a, a, a venue that size because it's not you cannot see a, a stand up with that many people and listen to stories. Like yeah. it really, it really has to be Hickory Dickory Dock. Yay! <laughs> I mean, basically, the jokes have to be mini songs. Because no one's going to sit there and listen to, you know, he like someone's... He just do gibberish like he's doing comedy and people would still go eight. Well, he does sort of get there. I heard, though, that... Oh, no, guys, he's having a stroke. That's not okay. But I heard that Sarah Silverman just did her HBO special, Comedy Hour, at the small room at Largo. Oh, nice. you know, this is just like a 30... Person capacity. It's basically like if they took uh, original Largo and put it in a museum, yeah. it would be this. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what Largo. And I'm like, like, where do I go for eight dollar Guinness? Where That's do I kind of genius, actually. <laughs> yeah, super yeah, intimate. Did she shoot it or just uh, just audio? Shoot it. Wow, how do you? Even what do you mean? Cameras? Does HBO have radio now? You have HBO, it was an HBO. <laughs> yeah, do they, Chris? HBO Radio. Yeah, do they? Come on, Welcome to the Sopranos <laughs> Comedy Hour. <laughs> Why are they airing that? I don't know because it's, it's radio. Sopranos lends itself to a if great radio drama. If we're saying that HBO has radio, there could be. <laughs> they don't have to make it a comedy though. <laughs> Where are you suspending your disbelief? <laughs> I just think that the Sopranos does not let itself. Okay, to Game of Thrones Comedy Hour. Guys, guys, brought to you by Colgate, wrong. the Colgate Comedy <laughs> Hour of Game of Thrones. I'm listening. Tell me more. Tell me more. I've actually been listening to. Um, I've been listening to um, the the forties on four Sirius XM, and it, oh. like they play like old radio shows, like D- Danny K Comedy Hour. Oh, Danny K, and they're K. fucking great. Triple threat. Dude, you know what I'm thinking about now that you said Game of Thrones? Though I I was watching uh, some Emmy. Well, I was looking at some photos of uh, this is really a lame thing to admit. I was looking at some photos on Yahoo of like people that were walking the red carpet. Red carpet. At the oh my god, I did the Are same thing. Mom? The Come photo. <laughs> I looked, I, yeah. I looked at 110. I looked at 110 of them. Of, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, well, I, I look at all 220, if that's how they But uh, Oh, that's European. The girl from Game of Thrones who plays the, the, the dragon master. Yes. Khaleesi. Khaleesi, yes. Is so much Amelia hotter Clark. when she's blonde. And then when she's the black hair, it just it sucks all of the magic out of her face. Yeah. Are you, uh, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Some people are... are I prefer... I prefer brunettes in general. Mm-hmm. But some people, when they're blonde, not everybody, it just goes, yeah, it goes, it goes turbo. Some yeah. people, too, when they have three dragons flying around them, something magical happens. Yeah, maybe it's the dragons. And it really... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with her hair. I do, I do enjoy the, are you, the total power she has over men. Are you caught uh, up on the Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, on the, the, series. the series. I haven't read any of the books. I haven't read the books either. I read the books. The show's doing a good job of reading it for us. <laughs> it's <laughs> shown as are they Are they books based on the series? Uh, oh, the, if there were novelizations of the yeah. series? That's a good fucking call. Pictures? I there know. probably would be. Bo- who wants? Yeah, you're right, though. Who, why would you read the books when the series is so good? They should just call the books Game of Thrones Spoiler Alert. <laughs> well, you know, you're going to find out everything that's going to happen. People that have read yeah. them since the show has been on are just those type of people that need to spoil everything yeah. for you. Yeah. They're like, well, fuck it. I already know what happens. I read them already. Yeah. Like, I didn't start getting ready for this wedding. Yeah. The book's so much better. Re- yeah, the red <laughs> wedding was not so pleasurable. Yeah. For I them. really love Game of Thrones, but it also, I feel like. Each cliffhanger, each season, they set something up that they kind of just don't pay off. Like, there was the previous season, it was like, oh my god, these White Walkers, they're going to stir up some shit next season. (laughs) And every episode was like, well, there was that one. It's a waiting game. Dragon Tooth, 
It's a waiting game. It's a growing threat. It's a growing threat. But usually at the end of a season, they're like, ba-bow, and you're like, okay, that's where that shit's going to be. And then next season... First season was like it's like at the end of it's like oh shit dragons. There's gonna be dragons. Yeah. and then you enjoyed the dragons you got. And there's so, but then yeah, but it did still didn't really. There's still, what's the rush, Chris? No. I just want things to pay off in a timely fashion. Those no. books are big. That's we'll why when, on all my children I love Fridays. Yep, because that's yeah. where all the storylines, the shit was going shit down. Gets and you knew. Up. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like more than a joke though. You really have enjoyed some all oh, my children God, in your back day. in the day. All <laughs> my. Last Friday? Ah. That, <laughs> that, that day, where, maybe. Erica Kane? Erica Kane's All My, right? Yes. Susan Lucci. All My. <laughs> AMC? She's an AMC? Yeah. All My Children? Um, I feel like Tenacious D could score, if someone compiled a bunch of Game of Thrones footage, I feel yeah. like you guys could score that and rock it pretty, I'd like to hear Tenacious D wow. version of the theme. Dude, that now. theme is really fresh, though. Yeah, it's great. When it comes on, it makes me want to dance like ancient style. There's a guy on the uh, on the YouTube that's playing it, the whole thing on a guitar. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. How about, the, how about that kid that plays the uh, Simpsons theme with two guitars? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane. I know there's a bunch of uh, Asian kids who will play all of... The Super Mario Fantasy? Brothers, yeah. like from start to finish, <laughs> take you through all the levels on the piano. Oh, they're great! Oh no, it's great! Oh, YouTube. <laughs> I met Asian kids. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, great. So the best was that drummer guy that that played the drums along to the uh, right. Ba da 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 ba 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 da da. The Super Mario Brothers theme. Oh, I didn't see that guy. The drummer guy? No. Yeah. Well, I think I think a Tenacious D Game of Thrones epic uh, song could be fun, something fun for the next tour. Yeah, it's hard not to sing along to that thing. I mean, you could at least get it on HBO Radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would play it. Game, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, throwy games, uh, gamey game. Uh. <laughs> well, there weren't really lyrics, so we just kind of had to make Game them up. Of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Khaleesi so and Tyrion and dragons and Joffrey. Game of Thrones and and uh, Lord of the Rings and all of those. It's like uh, you're looking at a period piece. You know what I mean? It's like, this is Middle Ages. Yeah, this is how they talked and walked and did everything, except also the dragons. Yeah, also, <laughs> mostly everything's fake. You know what I mean? Dragons and it all seems like in. they paid real close attention to what things were like in the Middle Ages, yeah. except for a couple of well, things. Well, if I was alive back then and ran into a wizard dragon... <laughs> Most people would have British accents. Yeah. That's why I just, English accents. I'm always yeah, hoping there's, that. I'm always hoping yeah. there's like 20% more them. magic in the show than there ever is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot of sword play, and definitely shit happens, and there's, like, five storylines you're following. But I always want there to someone just to be like, I am Merlin! And then hand lightning. And it never fucking happens, and I always kind of feel disappointed. You're right. I think, it will, a, I think it'll come, right? I don't know. You should have watched Merlin on BBC America. I didn't. Was it any good? Oh, God, no. Okay. Oh, <laughs> No. didn't stop you from watching, apparently. No, I didn't watch it. Okay. But they say yeah, that you know, the best is, uh, is uh, what do they say is the best BBC thing? It's Sherlock Holmes? It's Sherlock yeah, Sherlock. Holmes. Yeah. Right? Sherlock's great. yeah, Sherlock's really good. And yeah. everyone is like a movie, right? They're like movie Well, they only long. do like three uh, season, like three right. a year. And, so, and they're the all gig, like, guys. Oh, three a year? Ooh, Done. that's the game. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's the so British. <laughs> I'm going to do my Just winter do it. episode. It's more British than British to do. Three of a series. More British yeah. than British. More British than British. Are you doing Rob Zombie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Robert Zombie yeah. Esquire. More British than British. We did it. My, my friend Mike Furman and I did an acoustic version of Dragula 
once for, it was for Rob's 40th birthday, we did an acoustic version of Dragula. And the song actually plays pretty well really? acoustically. And when you have harmonies, it's very, dig through the ditches that burn <laughs> through. The, like, it actually sounds like an old minstrel song. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Every time I hear, like, Dragula, and I know that's, like, you know, like, drag racing Dracula, but it's like I think about the, um, the, the wino bit from Richard Pryor, like, Dragula, what kind of name is that? Dragula. Like, that's the way he said Dragula. That's how I... I think he was referring to the Munsters. I think it was a Munsters reference. Why did you have to throw your bottle of water over there? Because it was done, was staring and at so you. was I. <laughs> yeah. well, why don't we this throw this over Richard Pryor before. I was like, oh, that always reminded me of Richard Pryor. You left me hanging. I'm sorry, yeah. No, I, I gave you crickets. You did. I gave you, you an empty stare. You gave me love. I gave you crickets. <laughs> at least, uh, yeah, we remember that. Just an acknowledgement. It's a fucking silence. <laughs> okay. Do you know, I yes, am pretty that. slow, though. Uh, in general. Jokes will hit me a few seconds after after a normal person, you know. And it does, it's not a reflection on whether you're funny or not. It's really just that it takes me a little bit longer to process. Well, the worst now, part is now, it's now like, I get it. The Dragula. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the worst part. It wasn't even my joke. I was just referencing. You see what you've made our guests do? You've made them backtrack and take the blame. I know it's great. It's a good feel. We're not getting. I was superpowered. Not a bad thing. Prior reference. It's very fun to watch your body posture just turn inward, where you're just trying to like. That's oh, true. if I only had a shell, I could crawl inside. I really wanted to. If I only had a shell. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I still. Uh, you're the person who taught me the term turtling. Oh, <laughs> because we were at a Starbucks once when we were doing Rock of Ages, and you're like, "Oh my, the, tur- the turtle's poking his head out!" He still laughs. Oh. He brought this up like a week ago. It was cracking up at the fact. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, oh little no. turtling, little turtle <laughs> poking his head out." Oh, the turtle. <laughs> but he goes back in, so you're safe. You don't have to. But you, you, you let him out. What is the show that you guys are doing at Santa Monica Pier? Oh, that. That's the other thing we've been doing since... Take a ride uh, on our segue. Yeah. Since we saw you last. We've been uh, <clears throat> uh, curating and developing a, a new uh, comedy music festival called Festival Supreme. The first of its kind. Um, yeah, so it's kind of basically the Woodstock of comedy music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, originally what we wanted it to be was... Fly to the Concords, the Lonely Island, Spinal Tap, and Tenacious D. Oh, come on. The festival. But none of them said, they all said no. (laughs) (laughs) Plan B. Even Tenacious D said no? (laughs) We kind of didn't want to be left out. Yeah, Yeah, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. But uh, in the meantime, we had invited, like, tons of other people, and they all said yes. And we looked at the lineup, and we said, this is still magnificent. We have to do this, you know? Zach you couldn't get the, uh, the and, Folksman and the, instead of Spinal Tap, maybe? You know, we tried every angle. They just weren't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys just want to play as Michael McKean <laughs> and uh, can you, can you just Harry Shearer? <laughs> yeah. Mitch and Mickey. Yeah. Um, but we, still have, a great we have played with Spinal Tap before. We played with them at uh, House of Blues like a million years ago. I saw that show. Oh, wow, you were there? Awesome. Yeah, that was a great show. That was a great show, yeah? Yeah, yeah it was really good. But, you know, at the end, we, uh, we all played... Uh, Big, Big bottom, yeah, uh, and everybody had a bass. There were like twelve yeah. bases on the stage. Tons of and <laughs> I, I don't had think... a bass, and we and we were playing, and I I uh, was just super enthusiastic. I might have been like dancing around too much, and uh, the bass, the head of the bass, um, 
kind of bumped Michael McKeon's wife in the head. Oh, <laughs> now, she didn't... It didn't draw blood, but it did give her kind of a little golf ball on the head. Oh. And I feel like maybe that's, that's why, why they're not playing Festival why. Supreme. Whoa. Whoa. It might have been the monkey bump. I was so apologetic, but yeah, I don't know. Eesh. The damage was done. There's no way. And, and you try to play it off like, it's what Spinal Tap yeah. would do. They would hit someone's wife with a guitar. Yeah. Right, guys? <laughs> that's I remember guys. that all the basses weren't plugged in, as I recall. It's yeah. more of a I show. I had one. Do you remember when the, they did that? Yeah. Uh, what was that, that festival? World, that world, no, they did yeah. some World Aid thing, right? Yeah. They had like everybody. Yeah, and like literally everybody on that Sting. show, including so, Metallica, Metallica, all had basses. Really? <laughs> yeah, they all yeah. did Big Bottom. Nice. man. It's pretty amazing that it's still, as a band, if you hear Spinal Tap, they really just kind of did the one thing, but you, st- you would come out of whatever crevice you were under to just go see them oh, one time. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen yeah. them. I've never, I've never seen, seen them. them. It's fun. I wish I had gone to those shows they did when the Folksmen opened up for the Spinal Tap. And the people so would genius. boo the Folksmen. Of course. Yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> but that's what Tap fans would do. You know? Everyone's course. in on it, man. Who else is playing in the show? You said Zach? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. We got uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross doing the Mr. Show experience. They didn't want to be called Mr. Show. They wanted, they wanted to let people Taking it to know. the next level. Yeah, I think it's because they're, they're reinventing themselves a bit. Uh, we got the Mighty Boosh from nice. the UK. Very exciting. Nice. They're kind of the, uh, the, the Mr. Show of, of So you have uh, Noel Britain. Fielding and Rich? And- yeah. Oh, I don't know if we got Rich. I just know we got Joel and, and uh, Noel and Julian. Yeah. Cool. But, um, Rich is out here. Hopefully, so. Rich. That makes sense. Yeah, he moved it would back, be weird yeah. if, if Rich wasn't there. Yeah. You know everything. Uh, we got uh, Tim and Eric. Uh-huh. That was me. No, it's <laughs> him. We got uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, we got the insult uh, comic, Insult <laughs> Dog Triumph. Um, we got Maya Rudolph's band, which is uh, called Princess. Oh, right. And it's all Prince songs, but it's hilarious when she does them. <laughs> Garfunkel Oates. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates on the bill. We got um, Eric Idle. Oh, legend. fantastic. Legend. Nice. Gonna bust with uh, some with jams. Jeff Davis, right? Okay, so you know what his deal is. He comes out with a, his friend Jeff Davis. I've never seen them before. I've never, like, I've only, I saw it, like, listen, Jeff's kind of talked about it sometimes, but right. it just seems like something they did hanging out in England. I'm not sure yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, so that's exciting. And yeah. We've got Sarah Silverman, uh, Fred Armisen. Who else we got? We got uh, Tignataro. Nice. Tignataro. Oh, and uh, what's the Offerman's wife's band? What? Oh, uh, uh, and Beth. We got Hannibal. We got we got uh, who else? Beth and Stacey. Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts gonna do a set. Yes. Yes. What's his What's his name? Uh, Tim Minchin. Jesus Christ. Tim Minchin. I know. This is a a mega. How long is the show? Patton Oswalt. What's his name? Who who uh, is now? I don't want to say I think his it's name because it'll be Nancy clear that I didn't remember his name. So then, don't we'll skip it. He's our favorite guy, though. He was, uh, Who's yeah, name are you forgetting? No, come on. Paul F. Tompkins, Louis, now, Louis now C.K. We know that, that Patton's not Tony my favorite Danza. guy. Uh, oh, <laughs> Will Forte. Will Forte. Thank you. Oh, Will Forte. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because we saw Will Forte. We didn't know he was a musical guy. Well, we did. We knew that he wrote yeah. fucking hilarious songs. But he uh, he was on. Uh, a show that we did in at Largo, a, a little fundraiser, and he came out and he sang this song. Who who was that artist that he was singing? Um, John, who was that? No, no. Uh, James Ingram. Yeah, James yeah. Ingram, a super cheesy song from the eighties. Uh, y'all will be there. 
Yeah, I'm gonna be there. And uh, yeah, so he comes out and he's dressed in this really tacky red tuxedo with a bow tie, and, and he starts singing this James Ingram song, and it's really cheesy. It's a hot blast of cheese, but his pipes are so powerful, and and he's singing with so much passion that it's funny. And then you realize, oh, my God, he's going to sing this whole song. <laughs> this is like a five-minute five song. And then so it, it, goes, it takes a turn for the, oh, no, this is, this is turning into torture. It's not funny anymore. And then it, it got so funny as it went on, and you realized just the commitment level. <laughs> By and, the end. And then he came, and then he went right in. After he finished that one, thunderous applause. But then he goes into his second James Ingram song, and he did three full James Ingram songs. By the end of it, it turns into performance art. What yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, yeah, so we asked him after if he would please be in in Festival Supreme, and he said, "Yeah." Wow. So yeah, we got four stages. One stage is uh, Omega. Oh, I'm not allowed to say what the stage names are. Why, why can this, I mean, we have? There's all this like slow rolling out of information. Okay. Okay. Everything. Let's just is, say it really slowly. We got a <laughs> we got a stage uh, called I'm not gonna tell you. We got four <laughs> stages, but let me just say that the stages are you know decreasing in size. So there's, there's a giant stage, a medium size, an intimate stage for the stand-up comedy. You don't want to put the stand-up comedy up on the gigantic stage right. in the open air because yep. all the jokes kind of diffuse. They do. And uh, and the tent, you want to keep... The tent is like the medium-sized stage. Yep. And you want that one for like sketch comedy because also you, you want that in, that in there too. So you got those three stages in size, the stand-up, the, the sketch comedy, and then the, the big rock like uh, comedy bands will be on on the, the big stage. But then the fourth stage is the one that I'm maybe most excited about, the one-man tent. <laughs> is it called the one-man tent? The one-man tent. And it's just Neil Hamburger <laughs> by himself and only one audience member at a time. And you go in there just for 30 seconds. Oh, and I can't guarantee that there's going to be any jokes. He might just stare at you and really cough. sweaty and yeah. cough and drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there might yeah. be lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what's <laughs> going like on. One of our favorites. But it's a he said, she said thing. Art. We don't know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> Who's gonna know? And we're gonna have a, a an art gallery. A friend of ours uh, named Truck uh, is kind of this genius, uh, hilarious artist, and uh, I've been playing um, draw something with him on yep. the iPad for on the iPhone for for. A couple years now, and, and every drawing he sends to me is basically a gigantic cock, but <laughs> in like different costumes. So every pop icon has been represented <laughs> as, as a cock, and, and they're always so funny. And uh, <clears throat> we asked him, dude, would you consider like making a show of these? Because it would be a funny, you know, we're trying to find. Other, besides just performance, what other kind of funny things can you do in a festival? And that, that seemed like a great thing. So he's like, yeah, he's going to put them on canvas and there's wow. going to be like a, <laughs> a, a, a real art gallery. Is this, uh, is this all day and all night festival? Is it- you know, it's not. It does okay. seem like a lot. But yeah. I think it goes 3 to 10. Yep. It's, it's on, on the, the pier. Yeah. On yeah. the pier. 
In the uh, the parking like lot near a Ferris. Oh yeah, yeah. There's oh, yeah, yeah. Space. They like where they usually the do like they do like yeah. yeah they did we did course of the force we did course of the force the there, but then they there, do yeah. like Cavalier or didn't they do some sort of a big circus like I think they'll they do that the down on the lower yeah. so there's gonna the be beach. the the uh, the big stage that's closest to uh, land I guess yes <laughs> and then uh, on the other side of that the pier there'll be a, a big. Uh, Tent, mm-hmm. and then over where the trapeze is right now, there's a trapeze area. School. Where, there yeah, is yeah, cool. trapeze school. Yeah. We're taking all that trapeze stuff out and putting up a, a, the tent there. That'll be the the intimate like stand up comedy area. It's gonna be a disappointed twelve year old somewhere. And uh, yeah, oh no, trapeze. <laughs> 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 trapeze. We stole their trapeze. Stand up's like a trapeze. Act right, no, guys. it'll be back the, the next day. They'll have trapeze again. Can we change that? I don't want there ever again. <laughs> Just put up a comedy tent right there the yeah, entire yeah. time, 24 7, um, 365. But you know, there's going to be really good food and stuff, and there's roller coasters there, and it's just crazy. What's the date of this event? Oh, yeah, thank you. October 19th. <laughs> October 19th. Uh, 2013. Festival Supreme. Yeah. Tickets are available. Where do I go to get those? Maybe you go to like. Festivalsupreme.com? Wow, there we go. Perfect. Wow. Who would have thought? How could there. you find it? <laughs> but uh, how come Festival since Supreme I saw wasn't you last? Also, I have been playing some uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, you've been playing Grand Theft Auto Five? I am plowing through that shit. Are you right plowing? Now. Yeah, I'm like forty eight percent done. I find that I can only do it in small increments. Like I'll go on a mission, yeah, and then I'll call it a night because the missions will sometimes take a long time. Have you? And sometimes you'll finish a mission, and it'll like just dovetail right into another mission. Yep. It's like, oh wait. I wanted to go home. I just yep. wanted to go home and yep. take a nap. Yeah. But they don't let you just nope. go home you and take a nap. You can't. Right as you get pull up to your house, your homie comes out and is like, come on, yep. bitches. Michael's like, we got to go, <laughs> Franklin. Come on, Frankie. We're leaving. Where are we going? I get some fatigue. You oh, know? But it is tough. Now, what's the longest in one sitting you've gone? Uh, oh, probably six hours. Oh, yeah, shit. that's a lot of missions. Yeah, <laughs> that's like full on getting ready for the heist, pulling off the heist, yeah. submarine time. Damn, I'm getting I'm getting the feeling that this is like a good fifty hour game. Oh, it seems like there's it. no yeah. question. It seems like it. it, it, it it's I have it, um, but I haven't played it yet. My girlfriend's playing it. She's about seventeen percent. I way cannot through. like obsessively <laughs> she she compulsively. 17. Yeah. <laughs> she's seventeen. She, my girlfriend. Uh, she's that's 17. why she she loves it. We like a lot of the same things. I like <laughs> video games and seventeen year olds. And, um, and you both so. love seventeen year olds. I mean, but love them, love them. Uh, no, but like I, f- I find that like my OCD kicks in, and whenever I have to, whenever I arrive at a place to do something, I have to, I park it in the white lines. I like have to park it <laughs> yeah, in the white lines. Me too. And I always try to avoid killing people if I can. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to. I'm with you. But I really don't want to do it. Yeah, like in the beginning when you have to kill the security guard at the bank, yeah, I tried to shoot the gun out of his hand, and then the other guy dies. I was like, I guess i got to pull the fucking trigger. They don't give you extra points for being nice in that game. Yeah, I know. Do you travel should. a lot now? Are you traveling a lot now, or are you home for a while? I'm home for a while. Home with the boys. All right, good, because, well, okay. Because I was going to drop something on you that would change your, your video game playing world, which is this company gave me this thing. And it's basically a briefcase, oh, yeah. and you open it up, and no. there's a LCD screen in there, and then you put your Xbox in it, and you oh. just travel with it. So I, I've been, when I've been on the road doing shows, I bring this case. The company's called Games. I think it's G-A-E-M-S. And Ooh, it, fun. And it, uh, you bring it to Boston? Just, what? You bring it to Boston? No, because I'm only there for a day. But I took it to <laughs> Portland. I, play with I took it to San Francisco, and you just open up the briefcase and then just start playing Xbox. Oh, my God. 
Don't and then see I, the city uh, you're in. Play and then I fun. and then I tether it to my I tether it to my phone so I can pull my saves off the cloud. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Pull my saves <laughs> off the cloud. <laughs> that sentence yeah. meant nothing yeah. eight months ago. Yeah. <laughs> pull my saves off the cloud. Yeah. If you went to 1995 <laughs> and said that to somebody, they'd be like, "What the fuck are if you, you on?" If you went back to 2005, good point, Jonah. <laughs> if you went no, back to 2009, it wouldn't have meant anything. Yeah, to that's anyone. true. I'm, I'm, just, gonna, I'm gonna up the ante. I'm gonna say 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Who's with just me? Pull my saves. Twenty eleven. 2011. <laughs> I have to circle back to uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto because I heard it made $800 million mm-hmm. in one day. Yes, yeah. it did. And I was it like, a, how's that physically possible? It made yeah, a billion that, in three that days. That makes it sound like it's going to make $800,000 a day for the next you know, year. That's, that's, that's the bulk of what it's going to make. Okay, guys, don't get your panties but in it a was, bunch. Yeah. Oh, I better go. It was I a million and change, but that's about <laughs> it. Okay, guys? It was <laughs> It was the most down. expensive game ever made. Yeah. $250 million development and marketing. Damn, so they're Definitely. only up $600 million yeah. on the first Definitely day. The most well, I hope they're okay. Game in my world. <laughs> I pre-ordered it. I and the promotion. Like, yeah. like the, the, the video game world seemed to have gotten a little boring yeah. the last five years. And this was one where I was like, oh, okay, wait, yep. Grand Theft Auto 5. That's, that's the thing. The they didn't need the advertising. They could have just saved their money by just, like, telling somebody. And then it just would have gone throughout the entire world. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, at yeah. that level, though, you're like Exxon or something. You just put yeah. out ads just to okay. yeah. tell you you're, like, good people there. Milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> Do we need all these bus stops? That head's okay. I guess that's fine. Were you playing anything before GTA 5? Were you playing? Um... No. I, I mean, I would sample. I'd dip my toe in the water once in a while, but. You know, the children. Once you got the children, it, it, it takes away, it really cuts into the video game time. Don't it you try to fucked pretend up my like, life in a way. Don't you try to, are, do you try to get them to play like you're pretending that you're playing with them, but you're really doing it for yourself? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. Guilty! You have a controller not plugged into well, anything. And they're like, no. no, I mean, he's legitimately into some games that I've, like, had to work hard to get interested in. Yeah. Like uh, Minecraft. Yeah. That's Minecraft. And, and it took me a long time to crack the code on why there was anything fun about that game. But now I'm into it, you know? Like, we, we'll go in there and we'll build a house together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I just like There's the sound effect when you're, you're like, bit when you're digging in the mines. Yeah. Just that sound of breaking the blocks and rebuilding the blocks. It's a fun, I, I really, I like Minecraft. It's new Legos, kind of. It's like Legos of uh, the future. Yeah. But yeah. the, the beauty of the Grand Theft Auto games is it's a huge commitment time-wise whenever a Grand Theft Auto comes but out. But it's worth it. But it's only every, <laughs> like every three years. You that's get, right. Just, and it's nice. Just, that's the game that I play the most. There were <clears throat> a lot more swears in this one than I remember. Like I played, I played GTA 2 a lot uh, when it came out. Yeah, they've upped the ante. And it, <laughs> it's, every other word is like... The N-word! Also, or fucker! Now or, they've tied the, uh, the uh, vibrate on the controller into the when you pick up a hooker and get a blowjob. No! It's fucking oh, no. weird. And I'm like, and I put it down. I'm like, So you yeah. press the, the controller against your crotch and you feel like <laughs> you you're could. receiving yeah. you could. Yeah. sexual pleasures? Yeah. It's a wow. little too gross It's finally happening. I think they should take it a little further and they should give you like a, a vibrating sock to just <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's like a USB <laughs> flashlight <laughs> attached to it. Just like, yeah. put on there and just go to town. We have the technology. Yeah. It's yeah. easy yeah. to do it. And now, it has, listen, I don't mean to... I have approached some prostitutes in yeah. the game, and nothing happens. Really? You, there's Is that a, wrong? <laughs> no, you hit, uh, you hit the button to call them in the car. You just ignore me. You I just pushed all the buttons, and go. there's no... You hit, so what do you want to uh, do? Did you tell them who you were? I think you hit yeah. right. You hit. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, you, you win. You got it back. Don't fucking comment on a good joke. What are you talking it's about? No, I'm just, no, it's fun that you got it back after you lost everyone on that one. Stop being a Dragula, Chris. Don't what? Stop being a Dragula. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there must be someone's got to have someone's got to have that. Someone's got to have. Yeah, some I'm sure sort there's of a, a millions device. on sale in Japan now. Yeah. They're pro- in a vending machine oh, at, at a train station. Yeah, like a pizza cockatasher for your Xbox. Jonah, that's a two. For my friend, <laughs> fuck you, stop it! <laughs> I love calling it out. I hate it so it's much. Identify him. Hey, Rudy said the thing about no. It's really funny. Let's break it down. <laughs> That's what Japan would do. That's what they would do. That's exactly what they would do. Oh Jesus Christ! Son of a bitch. Do you guys play a lot during the year? Do you just hang out and jam, or do you ever do you have to play together when it's like, oh, we're getting ready for a show? Well, when an out al- when we put out an album, we usually will go around uh, around the world. You know, our version of around the world. <laughs> Again, the <laughs> airways, wherever they At least one calendar year. And this year was fun because we went uh, every season, basically. We'd have our, our, our spring tour, our winter tour, our summer tour. They called us a band for all seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Nobody did. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, at a certain point, you got to go, okay, we've covered it all. And then you, you, some places you'll go back twice. Like, we're going to go back to England. We just played England. Yeah. But we've got to go Not, back and scoop up the other uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been doing, territories um, within a territory. We've been doing gigs as a band, and then we just go out as the two-man. Yeah, so that was cool. the other thing. Sometimes we go with the full production, and then other times we go uh, just the two-man acoustic style, and we That's package it fun. as it's... it's uh, it's old school. If you, yeah, if you really want to know the D, the real D. <laughs> but really, it's just a cost-saving measure. <laughs> it's a lot less really, stress. Your yeah, sound checks yeah. are only ten minutes long, and it, the, the, you don't have to. Yeah, you, you don't have to, to wait be. for two guitars. But, uh, there is a different flavor, though, right? Kate? Yes, it is a different flavor. Well, we played uh, festivals in Europe this last. Which ones? The hell were they? There was one in Switzerland and yeah, one in we did the Switzerland Austria. festival. The Switzerland, let's just call it that. <laughs> the Austrian Blauplank. festival. We played a couple German festivals, <laughs> and all the German festivals are basically rock, and then some other German words: Rockamoing, Rocking Park, Rock, Rockem, Rockem Roll, Rocking Pot. It is very logical to put the genre of music in the front of the title. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not? What is funny? People not know what she's talking about. What is funny? Oh yeah, we're we're do they particularly get, huge do they in the Germany. D, do they get the D in Germany? Which I don't, they love us more in Germany than anyone has ever loved us anywhere. Okay. You, you here's how it goes. Off, huh? They love us the least here in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Los then Angeles as we get farther the around, then we get more popular. Los Angeles so. is really not, shouldn't be the benchmark for any type of live performance appreciation. Los it's Angeles true. is where but people are most unimpressed. But it doesn't number on your head when your, home, when your hometown yeah. Doesn't really give you the love. You know what, though, but like if, a, if you played Largo or if you played Meltdown, like the crowds at Meltdown and Largo are great, and UCB is great. But it, but other places in Los Angeles, if you were to play like a real music venue, then yeah. it'd be like, ah, yeah. Yeah, why, yeah. why did people? There's that feeling you're like, why did you guys leave your house? Yeah. <laughs> why? What did you think was gonna happen? Why did you? We've seen those guys. <laughs> I could do that. That's yeah. the problem. Is everyone in LA is watching, going. Yeah, I yeah. could probably do that. I'm going to add that to my, <laughs> that's my resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deal. No problem. I think it's like, Tenacious D, I could see them getting coffee. 
I know where Jack lives. He lives next to my cousin. I could just go He lives next to Van Nuys where I get my car fixed. I just see he comes into my GameStop. I see the fucking guy all the time. I don't have to go. We have had some awesome shows, but we just kind of keep them kind of keep them intimate. We like to rock in the intimacy tent. We played the uh, uh, the Sydney Opera House. Oh, oh beautiful. Oh, which was quite, you know, it's always like, wow, that iconic building. Mm. I, I wonder what it's like inside. Just the theater. <laughs> and you're it's playing Fucker Gently inside. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> seem right. Yeah, it, it seems a little too classy for the D, but yeah. uh, it was still pretty amazing. Those were probably my favorite shows, actually. But, yeah, those uh, were fun. You know what? It looks exactly like uh, the inside of the Disney Hall here in downtown L.A. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Uh, it's almost like somebody stole it from the other one. I guess di- the Disney Hall stole it from the Opera House because they were first. But yeah, they were first by a lot. So probably the Disney one took the, that. Frank sort of Gehry always stealing a fucking. Oh, Gehry. And let's put a wait. This goes over this way, and this one shoots off this way. He does Our it with paper. That's how he designs stuff with rigid paper. He takes it and bends it, sticks it down, and then takes another sheet and bends it like this. And that's why his buildings look like that. Oh my god! I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know everything. God. I know a lot. Back out of the glasses. Got to know it. Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you shooting? Any, are you doing? Are you are you doing any film stuff? Or are you taking some time off? I got a movie that I'm probably going to do next year, but it's still sort of deals still being ironed out. But as there is a kids movie that that is. Uh... Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? What? <laughs> sorry, well, you're doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> what am I supposed I to do? do. Fade Let me see ballot. if I can get you a camera. <laughs> that's actually that's yeah. a good segue there. Uh, oh, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed Bernie. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know halfway through that those were actual people from that town. Yeah. So it was like a really w- weird thing. A to, true story. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just really good actors. That dude still. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Rick Linklater once yeah. again. Um, bringing in the real people from the town. And, uh, you know, he's really uh, into it. Dude? Yeah, we did. We went into the prison and met him. And Rick has been, uh, you know, really uh, sort of uh, fascinated with that, that whole situation. And he, he's really trying to get, get him... Uh, well, I don't want to say anything because sometimes there's a backlash, but but he uh, he's keeping in touch with... Uh, with Bernie and is definitely interested in that case. Is he trying to West Memphis three? It? Maybe a little bit. Mm. Maybe a little bit. Oh, I remember the West Memphis three benefit we did at the Improv. That's right. Oh my God, that was a, oh, that was probably the best show that I ever had at the Improv. Yeah, because someone should make a documentary about that show. I mean, I wish they had because <laughs> it was a fucking great show. Yeah, the yeah. lineup was great and the crowd was it was it was a, a perfect. It was that a perfect was a show. special night. And I remember being on stage talking about the movie, the West Memphis Three documentary, the first one, and how obvious it was that it was that creepy uncle who, yeah, yeah. who uh, did all the killing because yeah. he threw away his teeth or something. Oh, no, it wasn't that guy, though. It wasn't that guy. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, that's it was like, some they, other guy. It was the guy that was like everyone thought it was that guy because he pulled out his teeth when they yeah. announced there was bite marks. But it was like the other guy. It was yeah. the other. It was the stepdad. Right. Yeah. It's nuts. And that guy, did that guy ever have to do any time? No, they're still no. trying to figure it out. Yeah, still yeah. trying to figure it out. But at least they let the three guys, at least they let him go. They let him go. 
but still, they yeah, stole some. Did kind of you see that last one? The last, the Peter Jackson uh, West I Memphis seen, three. Yeah, that's West of Memphis. Right. I haven't seen that one yet. I watched the mm, yeah. uh, the third uh, Lost uh, <laughs> so Paradise many, Lost though. And it's damn. So, so there's been four movies. movies on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could send that over to Cold Case. Yeah. TV show. Ooh, I'd watch that. Just right. Let TV handle it. Let TV do what it's best doing. Finding the truth. Give it to D'Onofrio. Give it to D'Onofrio. We need. We need another procedural. Let Dick Wolf figure it out. He'll figure yeah. it out. He knows how that shit works. CSI Arkansas. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Now, I really do feel like that there could be a show where it's like they could do like the meta Dick Wolf show where it's like Dick Wolf has made over 1,000 episodes of crime-solving television. He is therefore a genius at solving crimes. And then they go to Dick Wolf and he tells people isn't because the, he's done so many stories. Is that the premise for Castle? Is that well? Yeah, I guess that's sort of true. I was say, it sounds like look well almost. Look, look well, well, yeah. yeah. yeah Murder right. she wrote. The best. Mm. Murder she yeah. wrote. But I, I contend that Jessica Fletcher is the one who committed all the murders. <laughs> mm. Because you cannot, in a small town in Maine, be privy to how many seasons of that show? Twelve seasons, time twenty-two episodes. It's hundreds of murders happened. <laughs> in a, I mean, like literally thirty percent of the population yeah. of that town died. Well, Dexter, how many fucking serial killers can they be? There be in one fucking. Town? I would at least say in Miami that's fine, but you're talking about a small town in yeah. Maine, a small sea. Small towns town. have big secrets. Well, the big oh, secret no. is that Jessica <laughs> another murder murdered everybody. <laughs> And she's remembering the series as other people, like as famous guest stars, you know, yeah. killed everyone. Did you see that final, the Dexter finale? Yeah. I didn't see it. They ended it like oh, uh, Doctor yeah. T and the Women. If you're if you're familiar with that movie. Oh really? It's <laughs> the same ending. Lost I missed, again I missed the yeah. Richard Gere epic. Um, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the movie ends with his life kind of falling apart, and then he drives into a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor T That's and the exactly Women. Doctor T and the Women. Yeah. But then, like afterwards, he like. He lands somewhere in Mexico, and then some girl finds him. He's like, we need your help. And then he goes, and he delivers a baby boy, and he starts laughing. Wait a, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. Wait. He drives into a tornado and ends up in Mexico and then yeah. delivers a baby? Yeah, and it's like the most graphic birth. I never birth. saw that coming with that movie. It's the most graphic birth you'll ever see in a movie. It's like you see the baby coming out of the vagina. And it's just like, you know, it's got goo everywhere. And then, like, okay, he, keep going. he's like, and he goes, it's a goo? boy. Wait a it's second. a boy. It's Mr. T doing all this? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Mr. T and the women. He of the... <laughs> Mr. T and the I gotta women. I got to see that movie. Yeah. Wait. What's the 5,000 keys of Dr. T? Dr. Kilimanjaro? No. <laughs> the 5,000 keys of Mr. We should, T? We should, so does, does, we should drop foregone conclusion on him. Oh, have, yeah. That we, was the best part of our tour was uh, Kyle invented a game, uh, <clears throat> and there were only four of us on the bus, because it's just me and Kyle, Johnny Spike was running, running tech for us, and, um, and our friend, who, uh, Mike Bray, who plays Sasquatch, our opening act. And the four of us are on a bus, and uh, all the buses now come equipped with a hard drive with, like, 4,000 shitty movies. Okay. And uh, so Kyle came up with his game where you start at the beginning and you go through every movie until you get to one that nobody on the bus has seen. Oh, there was, no, there was more than four of us. There were seven six. of us. Because, there were six. No, there were seven because we had... Uh, we had uh, Tour manager. Who did we have, Spike? Wasn't it seven? We had to have four out of seven. Was it just the six? There were six. Okay. So we had six of us. And uh, we go until we got a movie that none of us have seen. No, because we had <laughs> me and Carl. Seven. Yeah, seven. Boom. So 
We had J-Dog. I was wrong. We went with the whole band on this tour. So anyway. Jack and me. God, this story sucks now. <laughs> so you want to play the game is what you're saying. Yeah. So yes. So you're going through and no one can see the movie. If, if we get to a, a movie that no one's seen and then we start to watch it and then <laughs> as soon as it gets four gongs, then it's next. And so four, four gong, yeah, four gong conclusion. <laughs> and dude, we never watched Fucking. more than like five minutes of any movie. Jeez, and it was so funny. It was so good. Does that everyone? Do like you that. have to? Do you have to go gong? And then it just like each person. Mm. Out yeah, loud? and when it gets yeah. to three gongs, it gets really funny because people are looking around. <laughs> and it's still not shitty enough. But to then gong. sometimes then, you'd ungong. Yeah, there it was, was like oh, like something what? would happen. You're yeah, allowed to like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait a second, ungong. Yeah. You see something. Did you get through like, any going. one movie? Well, the funny thing was, we finally came to a movie, and it was called. Oh, that was a bad movie. That I don't want to admit that that's the one that didn't get it. No, I know, but we, we didn't make reason. it through that one either. We got to our only because we got to our destination. Okay, furthest you got through a movie was. It was a movie that had uh, The Rock in it, and he was like race uh, to which mountain? Dri- no, he was driving around really faster. Angry. Faster. Was, was it faster? And for some reason, we all got hooked into this piece of shit. Well, it's he the rock. He was going to get the <laughs> four so gongs. He was going to get we eventually. Didn't have he's too charismatic. You can't gong yeah, the rock. Yeah, you can't keep your head zero gongs. Yeah. But sometimes it, a movie would get a gong during the credits, the title sequence at the beginning. <laughs> you <laughs> get the shittiness of the yeah. titles. It was like... <laughs> it would always be, you know, some unknown production company. A name you can trust. <laughs> Any Orion picture comes up. Yeah, yeah, gong. Yeah. But it's amazing how much pleasure you can get from a shitty movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The best. Some of the best. What was the one where Buster Rhymes like threw the child out the window? <laughs> yeah. like, what the that hell? was an amazing. Gong. <laughs> and then it was a yeah, because once the child went out the window, everyone gong. <laughs> it's too horrible. We can't watch any more of this. That's the sound of a child. What is it? Being thrown out the window. I don't know what gong. it is, but I need to see it. <laughs> being thrown into a gong. Uh, I gotta run. I gotta go do Star Trek at Meltdown. Are you gonna go do Star Trek? Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good place to, to wrap this up, so that we can send you guys over to the musical portion of our right. test. I do a live show with uh, Kumail uh, at Meltdown, where we watch shitty episodes of Star Trek and talk oh over my God. it. Which one? Which, which tonight one? we're watching Spock's Brain. Is it a podcast? Oh my God! No, I love wow. Spock's Brain. It's just Brain. a live. It's just a live. We just have to be watching the show. You have to be no, watching. No, sometimes this. we do next gen. Dude, oh. the best part is Spock's Brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is like child's play. (laughs) A child could do it. (laughs) I love it so much. Yes, that is what we were making fun of tonight. Oh, my God. If you guys ever want to do the show, let me know. It's fun. A lot of fun. If you're doing an OG, that's where where I... This is the one that I would want to do. Spock's brain. We can redo it, don't worry. (laughs) Have fun at Spock's brain, Myra. I will have fun. See you, man. Take care. There goes Matt Myra. I'm going to miss him. Uh, Do you guys want to do a couple songs? I think that we should. Because you're going to do a ballad, right? I think, we should. I think you should too. Okay. Song still gives me uh, goosebumps every time. Whoa! Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we'll fix real... that. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. You don't have a lot of confidence in our. Uh... No, I do. I, I heard you practice in that flute. Self-effacing, self-effacing way. That's not a flute. That's more of a recorder. And then oh, we're gonna, and then we're gonna Chris. launch straight into uh, "Keep on Loving You." Oh, with you, Chris oh, Hardwick, because we it's know more of a live you, bust out, you bust out an 80s jam now and again. I don't, I, I, I'm not good on, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Well, then let's preface it by saying no rehearsal. <laughs> okay. Uh, no blame. The best kind. You can just, just let Kyle do it. 
Yeah, Kyle will do the harmonies, and uh, who cares? Here we I go. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, maybe I will do it. Where are you guys going? I don't think anything is. This is the ballad of Hollywood Jack and the Rage Cage. Nothing could stop him when Javels and Rage hit the stage. Then Hollywood Jack hit the big time and went to make movies. Rage Cage was left far behind in the dust of his dreams. And he grumbled and growled and watched Hollywood Jack on Jay Leno. He bellowed and said he'd be nothing without help from Cage. He burnt up the photos of Jables and Cage from the old days. Fuck him, I don't need no Hollywood Jack anyway. Hollywood Jack lived up high on a hill in a bubble. Rage Cage lived deep in the broiling valley below. Yes, the Rage Cage bubbled with rage. He looked at the ground and he looked on the stage. The lava was bubbling and broiling inside the old cage. And Hollywood Jack climbed the ladder of stardom before him. He watched as his indie credentials flew right out the door. He'd make millions and then he'd go out and he'd make even more millions. He'd screen Cage's calls and he'd party with Shasha Gabor. No one respected him, they just rejected him. No one would represent Cage. Lost on the streets of his dreams, he would cry and he'd rage for the stage. Jack got a message that Cage was in trouble They took Cage away cause he had gone completely insane Then Hollywood Jack jumped upon a jet plane And flew all that night through the rain To be with his friends and see what remained of his brain Yeah, Hollywood Jack told the doctors you've got to retrieve him You've got the technology, use the techniques of your trade. He grabbed the lapels and he screamed, by God, you must save him. Because of Rage Cage and I, can't you see that we're one and the same? Ah. 
rage cage, oh the rage cage, all oh, the magic inside that old name. And you know what you know when you're going completely insane. Ah, the rage cage, all oh, the rage cage, all oh, the lion will roar once again. And you know, yes you know, when you're going completely insane. Thank you very much. There was a m minute in the middle there where there was no guitar at all, and that's because I, I forgot to push my button to make my button, my guitar I make think it noise. made it even more haunting. No, it made it very kajunky. Like kajanky. Um, and for our second song, we'd like to ask up to the stage our good friend Chris Hardwick. Ah. Um, this is the jam that Chris earlier today said was his favorite song ever written. I don't know if I said that. And so we're going to sing this. No. You actually I'm said... I'm not a good harmony person, you, But no. someone from your team said, hey, do you think you'd like to play an old 80s jam with I Chris? I did say that, yeah. And we were like, yeah, this is the one. So just jump in if you feel it. If you don't feel it, just stand there if and I don't look know awkward. The, if I don't they know the harmony, can I just double sing the, the melody with Yes, you? Is that okay? absolutely. Okay. okay. It's done often. We'll do a Bananarama style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby. There was something missing. You should have heard from the tone of my voice, baby. What? But you didn't listen. Shh. Yeah, I meant... Every word I said When I said that I loved you I meant that I loved you forever And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do I don't wanna sleep I just wanna keep on loving you Guitar solo. Fucking real. Tuck the fuck up, tuck Every word I said When I said that I loved you I meant that I love you forever Hey, I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do now I don't wanna sleep I just wanna keep 
right, baby, I gotta go to sleep. But I still love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Welcome to the PGA Invitational. Oh, shit. Oh, are you fucking, are you doing it? A third and unforeseen jam. Uh Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Straight from the old days, he used to do this in Rock of Ages. I'm going to come in with some harmonies. Okay. Should I do it right now? Yeah. It's all the same. Only the names will change. Every day. It seems we're wasting away. Another plane. Where the faces are so cold. I drive on down. We didn't really rehearse that one. <laughs> you know the second verse? Sometimes I sleep. Sometimes it's not for days. The people I meet, what? they only go this everywhere. Sometimes you laugh yeah. from the bottle that you drink. Sometimes I don't know the words, so I gotta stop and think. Nice. Then I'm a cowboy. Yeah, he is. On the steel horse ride. And I'm a wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. I'm either wanted. Wanted. Could be dead or alive. I'm very wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Dead. Best of show. <laughs> Best of show. High five on that one. Very nice, Chris. An honor. Chris An on lead honor, folks on that one. An honor. Is there anything you guys want to do uh, one more D song? Is there anything? What did you No, what did you that was it. Now we got to go. We, we got to get the wrap up. We've got to go to do a Star Trek photo yeah. shoot. We got <laughs> what? That's amazing. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite.com. Carbonite is online backup made easy. Plans start at just $59.99 a year. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST to get two bonus months with purchase. I have missed these Friday night dinners. Hey, welcome to Harvey Graw. At these family dinners. Delicious, everyone. Dysfunction is served. I can't have you all messing things up for my entire adult life. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we embarrass you? Jump, jump, jump. It's already better than I dared to dream. They're extra. Let the wild rumpus start. And they're embarrassing. We know how hard it is to move on from the first girl that you ever slept with. Not the first girl who I ever slept with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're a regular lady killer. I thought you said it was going to be boring here tonight. No. I really hope it would be. 
but they couldn't love each other more. It's mom and dad being totally normal. Wow. So, dinner next Friday, everyone? Wouldn't miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season 1. Stream free only on Freebie.